Hi. Hi. How are you? Fabulous. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I've never gotten confirmation from Zach, so I just decided to call anyway. Oh. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. What? Skip tutorial. What's going on? Why are you giving me a tutorial on how to use Skype? Does it say anything about the goddamn speakerphone? Because I'm still... <laughs> still on Were you ever able to figure out how to get off of speakerphone? No. They, they just say we're aware that this is a problem. <laughs> mm. Not even that we're working on it. We're aware. Interesting. Ooh, and it's still ringing Zach. That's interesting. It hasn't given up. His his computer is still making ringings, maybe? Or he might ring- be pooping. He could be pooping. He could be pooping. How's your How ear? Was shot? Oh, what it was, was great. Was it, a shot of? it was a shot of Jameson. Ah, lovely. Yeah. How, how's your ear doing? That's uh, fucked, but it's yeah. doing a little better. Okay. I haven't I haven't been able to hear out of my left ear for a few days. It's weird. Are ear infections contagious? No, but the ear infections can be an aspect of other parts of congestion. Gotcha. So, so if you like catch a cold, then then you catch the ear ish. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I understand. Today's day two of antibiotics. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, see, I never go to the doctor for that stuff. I didn't. I just called him, and I was like, yeah, so my throat has been hurting for about a month, maybe even longer, about <laughs> five or six weeks, realistically. And he goes, well, that's alarming. And I was like, yeah. And he, and he goes, anything else? And I was like, well, my teeth and my ears hurt. He goes, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, give me some antibiotics. Your teeth hurt, huh? Yeah, but it's like, I mean, the whole thing is connected. Oh. Well, I've never heard of teeth hurting as like a, a symptom of stuff like that. Well, if so, it can go both ways. If you have a toothache or a cavity, uh-huh. it can actually turn into an ear infection or a sinus infection. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. To do. I'm having to set up a new episode for the first time in a few weeks. Kind of forget how. Yeah. It becomes like clockwork when we're doing this every single week. <laughs> Going through the motions. All right. Add a Zachary to call because it looks like he's on now. Maybe he'll he'll join us. Perhaps if we're lucky, he'll grace us with his presence. You know how no. he gets. I do. <laughs> you can't look at him too long or events. Yeah. Did you get to meet his dad yesterday? I did, yeah. I had actually met him uh, not too long ago at the store. I was oh, like, okay. are you Zach's dad? And he goes, sadly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not his proudest achievement, but... Yeah. I was like, we had a bet that you would say that. He goes, really? <laughs> He's like, who won? I was like, CJ. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Fabulous. How are you doing? Doing all right. I'm wonderful, thank you. Oh, good. Drinking all Sorry. that Modelo in the park didn't uh, knock you out? No, <laughs> no. No, how's good? Oh, good. Yeah, took a brief nap after dinner last yesterday, but other than that, I was fine. Okay. Yeah. I think I only had four or five. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't counting. It's the most I, brilliant... I, 
like delivery system that there is. Right? Yeah, no, that was awesome. When you when you mentioned the keg being there, I thought I was telling Jesse this. I thought you meant like there was just gonna be a keg st- sitting out somewhere. I oh, didn't think yeah. it was gonna be a friggin' truck. Nope, a whole van with a tap. No, I was I was I was thinking you know the 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 cupcakes and birthday cake and then the the keg right next to it. You know. Oh sure. Has every children's party is. Yes, exactly. I have a I have a kegerator in my garage that I haven't used in a couple of years now. And it's a full on refrigerator, like an eighteen cubic foot refrigerator that I have attached a tap to and a, <laughs> okay. the whole system of tubes. My friend Sean years and years ago had a really big he had the best kegerator because it was a really big mini fridge that could fit a full size half barrel keg and in inside of it. And then on top was like a countertop and then there was a big tap on there, like a bar. And that thing was awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah. We used to borrow that for parties and stuff like that. And then when I went to convert a fridge to make my kegerator, it turns out those are very hard to come by the, the mini fridges like that. Yeah. <laughs> Because my wife, like, where did he get it? Is my question. Yeah, I'm not sure where he got it, and I don't talk to him anymore. But when my my wife for Christmas or my birthday or something at some point got me a kegerator conversion kit, so it was everything you need, like just add fridge. And uh, nice. yeah, so I have that, and I just don't uh, don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> got exactly one keg, and then we moved and there wasn't room for it in the house anymore because in our first mm-hmm. house together we had this whole entry room that was it was fine to just have an extra fridge in there with a keg inside <laughs> yeah not not so much at the current place <laughs> yeah no there's no room for the for another <laughs> for another uh fridge i mean you could <clears throat> but you would just sacrifice you know several feet of standing space yes <laughs> And the baby complicates <laughs> things too. Like you know, she's got to have yeah. her stuff, I guess. <laughs> Darn kid! I know, because I, I could fit it in her room. What I'm other just, types of liquids just can you put that. into a kegerator? Can you do like chocolate milk per se, or yeah, like you, it could be her, her kegerator too? We could share it, and you just have like a little switch on the tap, right? Is yeah, that possible. I'm sure, living in the future, Is we could we could do all kinds of all kinds of mods on it to make it more like more family friendly. <laughs> family friendly kegerator. When she starts going to her friend's house when she's in school, she just like opens her fridge, like, "Well, where's your keg?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh goodbye. <laughs> Oh, I can't come over here anymore. You don't have chocolate milk on tap. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's new? What's new with you guys? We haven't we haven't done this call in in a few weeks. Uh, God, I know. I was gonna say, um, I you know, how do I do this? You know, I don't remember how how to how <laughs> do to I, do this. Where do I'm I sorry. put my hands? I don't know. Yeah. What do I do here? Yeah. Where did my feet go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not a, not a whole lot since I last saw you guys. You know, it, well, since it's been you saw so us. long, yeah, yeah. So we all hung out in person yesterday. Yeah, but I don't think all three of us 
were talking at the same time. No, we were not. When, whenever. Together. Yeah. Zach and I did, and you and Zach did. Yeah. And we talked to Zach's dad together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tough. whenever whenever me and James were talking, you were off doing something, and then whenever I think you and me were talking before James got there, and then after he left, but... Oh, that's right. Zach stayed at my at my daughter's party longer than I did. Yeah. <laughs> because I uh the kid was ready to go home so I left. I mean that's fair. Yeah. Not stay much longer cuz it was cold as shit out there. Oh god, it got cold so quickly. It as did. soon as the sun went and started like the so, you know, me and Jesse were like standing in the sun and then all of a sudden this cloud rolled in front of the sun. Yeah. And oh god, just like felt like it dropped 5 or 10 degrees like in like 2 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it was rough, rough, rough. Whew. Yeah, and I didn't bring enough warm clothes because I'm kind of going through a cold, so I'm already kind of on the cold side. Oh, James Key has left. Oh, has he left? That's what it said. Oh, there, there was a weird noise. Oh, and he's back? Oh, and now he's back. James hey, Hi. I Welcome turned off speakerphone. How'd you do it? Oh, I don't know. I oh. accidentally <laughs> exited the call, and when I came back, it was off. Cool. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. All right. <laughs> now you don't have to wander <laughs> through your house talking into your phone like it's a pizza pizza. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I hate those people who do that in real life. No, I mean, hate is a strong word, but I have I a, mean, very much dislike. Like, look, we don't need to hear your conversation. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. So, no, it's a pet, it's a pet peeve of mine too. One of the people I work with, they only talk on the phone that way. It's like, boy, oh, oh boy, God. I don't need to hear the other side of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. Well, it's bad enough I'm hearing the one side of the conversation. I don't need to hear both sides. Correct. <laughs> that yeah. is, I can't tell if it's second or first in line with people who play their music loud in public oh my like god just walking by like down downtown where i work like people have somehow like these massive speakers attached to their bikes yeah and they just ride around with like loud loud music playing and it's like dude stop it like we yeah. are trying to have a conversation and be like normal people like zach i'm sure you never went through this but but james did you go through this point like right when you got your license where it was very important that everybody heard what you were listening to while you were driving oh shit uh i hung out with people who had that opinion and i didn't tell them no oh. we couldn't blast my speakers oh, okay. out but but normally uh, you know, I like to talk to to folks. Well, see, I would make sure that I had my windows down, and that was a that was tough because I had crank windows, so I would crank both <laughs> windows down, lean across the yeah. passenger seat, and it was very important that people heard the music I was listening to, so that they could they would know I had good taste in music, and I would like rewind if I was coming up to a stoplight or something, so that oh, they God. could hear the bridge <laughs> of whatever I was listening to landslide. So I had I was in a hip hop group. I've actually been in several. But we were called the Beat Poets. Uh-huh. And the first couple of albums that we cut, my friend Zylo, who was like the head of this group, like would drive around listening to his own album. Hmm. <laughs> and like blasting it. <laughs> and he, he had this dream that one day uh, somebody else would be playing it. 
his album oh. and he would just pull up next to them and be able to start rapping along with himself <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh god that's yeah. something i don't think you ever made it there that's important to do once that is that is an important part of recording music it's called like the driving test or something yeah like when you complete an album you put it in the car and then you drive around to see like how it feels when you're driving around listening to the uh, music huh that's a, just an important part for certain types of music of making sure that you've made it good enough to enjoy. But um, to like have it on repeat, as I'm imagining your friend Zyla was doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going a little yeah. above and beyond. Yeah. But, you know, you got to do it. Hardcore yeah. hip-hop. Hardcore, hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, have you ever been a big, loud music boy? No, I I've pretty much been um, just about the the opposite. I I try to make sure no one can hear what I'm listening to. See, James, I'm Zach, like it's not their business. Growing up, my my friend Zach and our friend Brian were I was a little. It wasn't strange, but it was just different to me because Zach and Brian did not have any great love of music. Okay, and they only really started listening to music when they both started driving, just as something to. Past the time while they were in the car, and now I think Zach has stronger feelings about music because he's been listening to it more. Yeah, but just like when back when we were like twelve, and Matt and I are comparing punk bands and stuff, and just <laughs> Matt and Brian or Matt and blah, Brian and Zach, just just nothing, just yeah, off. no, no, uh, no feelings one way or the other, yeah, no opinion. <laughs> Not even like I don't like music because occasionally Brian would be like, "Oh yeah, I like this song," and usually it would be a funny song. Oh yeah. Did you guys have a Weird Al phase? I had a very short Weird Al phase when Poodle Hat came yeah. out. I still go back and listen to some of some of Weird Al songs every once in a while. That was an interesting sound I just heard. Yeah. Sound like somebody was underwater. I think oh that, really? That's, was I, it me? It happened while my wife opened the door, but I don't know how that would have made it happen. The pressure change in the room. Yeah, pressure change in the room. I don't know. Some some weird noise happened. Your microphone is picking up her aura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, hun? Oh, it smells like weed in here. Does it really? Oh, she found out, guys. <laughs> oh, Lord. You're caught, CJ. Uh oh. I can't speak to the weed smell. <laughs> I'm just sitting here drinking wine. You can't smell it. That means it's you, man. You better oh. quit smoking. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that well, you? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, you had, you, I, remember, I just remembered that you had some albums that you liked and you got for your birthday or something, like Fishing in America or something. Seriously? Oh, that's right. You don't remember anything before you were 12. Oh, <laughs> They were called Fishing in America. Trout Fishing in America. No, Fishing America Band. What were they called? Trout Fishing in America. That sounds familiar. I remember that. This is the name of a band? It's the name of a band. Zach got a couple of their albums for his birthday one year, and he was excited. I'm going to listen to one of their songs real quick. I have no idea. Zach's going to listen to one of their songs. Proper cup of coffee in a copper coffee pot, right? Is I, this is Irish folk music? I think it? I'll need a band aid. 
Well, I've heard. Okay, so I've heard several different covers of "Proper Cup of Coffee." I just googled trout fishing in America, and that's the first video link on the thing that they say "Proper Cup of Coffee." Okay. And the versions that I've heard are "Proper Cup of Coffee" and a copper coffee pot, which is hard to say, and it gets harder and harder. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's kid songs. I now. It's yeah. folk okay. rock slash kid songs. Interesting. And it's funny how a lot of folk rock can be kid songs. Like, yes. they're simple enough cadence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Kingston Trio. Yeah. Except for things Completely like Tom Dooley. About these ones. So there you go, Zach. You, had, you liked some music when you were a kid. I mean, I, I don't think I ever listened to it other than when my parents were driving me in the car. That's fair. But <laughs> they got, if they if my... If uh, I got any album from them, it was because I didn't um, I didn't object to it, and so it was determined that I must love that type of music. Oh, you must! He didn't immediately say no, so you must love it hardcore. Yeah. Brian loved the song "Convoy." I do remember that. Yeah, by C. W. McCall. I did not remember who it was by, so you got me there. C.W. McCall. <laughs> yeah, and it was just about, it was just like a conversation between these truckers who were deciding to have a convoy. I don't know why they were having a convoy. They had 85 trucks. <laughs> oh, remember how many trucks? <laughs> I'm reading the lyrics right now. Oh, okay. And the, and the cops keep trying to stop them, but there's too many, there's too many trucks to stop them. <laughs> yeah, and they go across America in the big old convoy. Convoy. Hmm. He became Bill a... Fries, aka C.W. McCall. Yeah. Weird. Weird. It, it became a number one song on both the country and pop charts in the U.S. and is listed 98th among Rolling Stone magazine's 100 greatest country songs of all time. It's crazy. Yeah. That is pretty intense. I've only ever heard the song on Brian's stereo in 2001, <laughs> along with his Simpsons songs. <laughs> From the first album? The first Simpsons album? The one with... that I, the only one I remember is Hens Love Roosters, Geese Love Ganders, Everyone Else Loves Ned Flanders. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> We had uh, Simpsons sing the blues uh, when I was young, and they had like it was a lot of like blues covers, like uh, uh, "God Bless the Child," and uh, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. But then there was also like Simpsons originals, like um, "Nothing But Trouble" and "Do the Bartman," and uh, Mr. Burns got to sing a song. all I see are idiots or something like that. Factory full of fools. See, I wasn't giving Brian and Zach enough credit because Brian definitely had every single Simpsons album. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. I did not know that. Brian, his Brian was a Simpsons fan who can, I think probably to this day, like if you throw a Simpsons quote at him, he could name you the episode number and season number and which character said it and like all of the above because Brian loves the Simpsons. Yeah, I do know that. I know he, has, when we were in high school, I think, he got like a big Simpsons DVD box set for some either birthday or Christmas. Yeah. I 
I loved The Simpsons when I was younger, <laughs> but now I'm not so much. It's the way I am with The Office. Where now, now that our friend Jesse, who we all saw yesterday, is has started getting back into The Office. Every now and then, he texts me like what he thinks is a really hard Office trivia question, and you're like, "Oh, it's that one. clear." Yeah, it's never, it's never very hard. It's always Jim or Dwight. Man. <laughs> yeah. So I was hanging out with Zach the other night, and he texted me, "Hey, what's Michael Scott's middle name?" It's Gary. <laughs> oh, and what's Dwight's middle name? Kurt. They tell us once. It's Kurt, Kurt not Fart. Right. Yeah, it's not, not fart. fart. It's Kurt. I so okay. There was one episode where of the office where they brought the kids to school, or or to the to the office, right? So there's a bunch of like kids from a class. Oh, you're bringing your daughter to work today. Bring, yeah. bring your daughter to work day. Yeah, right. Uh, and it's but it's uh, Meredith's son is there, and he keeps calling him Mister Poop. Yeah. And I, not that I have a, a beef with this, but I feel like they missed the obvious joke of calling him Mister Scroat. And I feel uh, like Meredith's son would have gone that route, Mr. Scrote. <laughs> but you got to remember that was, I think, 2004. Yeah. And I don't think TV was Scrote ready for people to say Scrote in 2004. No, Maybe right. today. You're probably right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was really funny. Why? You can call me Mr. Schrute. That's your name? Mr. Mr. Poop? <laughs> All right. There goes Mr. Poop. Okay, kids. Now. Yeah. Anyway, too much. We can't go into the office because then I'll just talk about the office. I know. <laughs> and it's on repeat because we've already done it. Our listeners are like, not again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just talk to and talk about the office for an hour and a half. Yeah. Have you ever had a relationship with anyone where you could like prank back and forth like Jim did? I guess it wasn't a back and forth because Dwight never really pranked Jim, but uh, <laughs> he oh. deserved them all. I I mean, sort of. They were never as clever. And it was always roommates. I would do things like that to roommates. I had one roommate who... I've complained about this guy many times, but there was, a, there was one point where he annoyed me for some reason, so I took his favorite DVD collection and I threw him on the roof. I mean, it's not clever, but I did it. It was inconvenient, certainly. Yeah. And I didn't tell him about oh, it. Good. And then one day he found them on the roof. He's just out in the backyard. He's like, wait, those are my DVDs? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Look at that. You missed a chance. You should have been like, you don't remember throwing them up there? <laughs> you had a bunch of whiskey and you were like, ah, oh, fuck this. We're going to get them later. Yeah. yeah that That's the worked. kind of pranks I, I played on people. Like, made them think they did shit when they... <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's always been roommates, roommates that I hate. I remember one time I tried to play this big old prank on this one girl where we were going to sneak up behind her on her favorite couch outside. And we had all these, we had these cast iron pans and we were going to bang them together and just scare the crap out of her while she was sitting on her couch. But right when we went to do that, a car drove through the fence in the backyard. <laughs> oh, God. So she was scared out of her chair, but it wasn't by us. But you're, meanwhile, armed with pans in case it was a monster or something. It's yeah. perfect. No, we threw the pans and we ran because that yeah. we weren't going to stick around for that and somehow get blamed <laughs> for the old woman that was who drove through a the time fence. traveler from the future who was like, do not do yeah. this to this child. I must stop it. Whatever. Yeah. Fucking... Oh, we did that for a while. 
my, my friend Kabigas and I would occasionally at parties, we would grab a couple items of clothing to make ourselves look slightly different and like disappear from the party at a point when no one would notice. And then we'd come running from an opposite direction (laughs) (laughs) and hand somebody something and be like, Trini, 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 we're from the future. You need to drink this entire gallon of milk in the next 15 minutes or the world is going to explode. And then shout, we got a leap and high five and run off. And then like casually walk back in from a different direction oh my god wearing different clothes wearing different yeah. clothes for yeah jesus christ yeah <laughs> zach you ever a big pranker you ever prank your little brother no no not not that i can really think of <laughs> that's good because i don't think kyle could handle it <laughs> kyle can handle a lot yeah <laughs> I, i'm trying to think if there's any any time that i ever really did that I don't think so. He'd be more likely to prank me than me him. <clears throat> That's true. And you guys ended, just ended up kind of just doing your own things quietly in other in different rooms. With Kyle well, out of the I house. Mean, what was that? With Kyle, Kyle doing his own thing out of the house. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's the difference in age between you guys? Uh, seven years. Oh wow. So like yeah, you're not even so. in the same high school together. No, no, no. We were pretty far apart in age, yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah. yeah Kyle Kyle just turned 21 this summer. Mm-hmm. Hey, happy birthday, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> in case you're listening, I guarantee you he's not. <laughs> yeah. There's some people I avoid telling about the show just because it's like, no, I don't want you to listen to when I talk about you. Talk about yeah, my mom being the main one for me. Like everybody else, like I don't care if you listen, but like Dana, don't listen. <laughs> Dana, stay out of this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, like all like most of my immediate family, or at least my immediate family on my dad's side, knows that I do it. But I none of them really listen to podcasts. So, and even if they, they did, I don't think they'd have an interest in in, in us bullshitting <laughs> for one one yeah. to three hours. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> They'd listen for about twenty minutes and be like, "Okay, it's just these idiots blabbering." I went, I went, and I had coffee with uh, my friend Bertram, who does the photo phone game every December because I won again. Nice. I won for the it's the final year, and I won the last one. And uh, but so something came up about us having a podcast, and he was like, "Well, what is it like?" And I'm like, "Well, because he's black, he's a sixty year old black man," and uh, and I was like, "Well, to be honest, it's three white men." just talking about white guy stuff. And he goes, okay. Yeah. That sounds like a podcast. Like, yeah. This is basically, it's basically all the podcasts is a few white men talking to each other and recording it and putting it online. Yeah. That's probably literally like 85% of the podcasts. And then other white men listening to them and, um, enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. Or hating it and then getting fucking fodder for their, angry email rants they're gonna send us yeah yeah so so anyway he yeah he just had he had no interest in listening he just was wondering what it was about can we talk about the fact that you have a friend named bertram who's a 60 year old black man like that's amazing sure <laughs> it's my friend Bert. his given name is not bertram okay his given name is bert okay but he legally changed his name to bertram when he was 18 or something as some sort of 
something he doesn't like his dad. Ah, okay. And I think he might be a junior. Ah, uh, yeah. But he's not it's the not only like Bertram. You can shorten it. Yeah, he's not the only Bertram I've ever heard of, because there's Bertram Van Munster who produces like every single reality show on CBS. See Bertram as a name. Is there a Wikipedia entry to find out more about it? I'm sure there is. Yeah. So, so my sixty-year black, sixty-year-old black man friend Bertram, I've known since I was five, and Zach and I did Campfire Boys and Girls with him. Oh, interesting. But Zach doesn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do not. Apparently, it's a Germanic name, meaning bright raven. Ah, uh, okay, I can see that. Bert and Ram. Yeah, anyway. I just watched earlier today. I watched a twenty-minute uh, video on uh, the location of Atlantis being in Africa. Hmm. Really? Hmm. Yeah, and he, like this guy had a whole bunch of science behind it. I mean, I found it on Reddit, and it, it's it's basically like the way that Plato described Atlantis being in existence was like three concentric circles of land and then water and then land and then water. Uh, and uh, there, like a, on the south side of it, there was a bay to the ocean. And the north side, there were these mountains that uh, cast shadow upon the whole thing. And so basically there's a structure, a circular structure in, in Africa <clears throat> that is only visible from space. That when you're on the ground, like you can't really see it. Um, cause you know, it's fucking how it is. And so the theory is that basically this was, uh, the, the, you know, location of, of Atlantis. And it was like a society before some cataclysmic earthquake happened and pushed a whole bunch of mud, uh, inward hmm. inland to, to Africa and created like the new, you know, the Sahara essentially. Sure. Huh. Um, so interesting. I brought that up because I just now looked up Bertram and it came up with um, a map. Somehow, Bertram Capital, Bertram Lee Farm huh. D. I don't know what that is. But so, is Bertram a place? Is it a place? Actually, I don't need to retype it because I can just go back and see. Uh, I'm seeing it mostly as a... Oh, wait. Bertram Places. Bertram, Western Australia. Bertram, California. Bertram, Iowa. Bertram, Texas. Bertram Glacier in Antarctica. Uh, there's a pharmacist, Bertram D, Bertram Lee Pharmacy, and then there's Bertram Capital, which is a private equity firm. Interesting. Hmm. And so that's what the map is showing me where both of those are located. There's also <laughs> Bertram's Gauting, a suburb of Johannesburg. Ah, oh yeah, good old Gauting. Hmm. Do you guys watch The Magicians? I don't know what that is. What is that? Okay, so <laughs> it is now on Netflix, season three. They just came out with season four on sci-fi. But so whenever they release oh, a new a season on sci-fi, yeah, they put it on uh, Netflix, which I am a huge proponent of waiting until it comes on Netflix because they don't censor. They write the show with the F word in it. But on sci-fi, they censor it mm. somehow. But on Netflix, they don't. They just like, it's fucking this and fucking that. And it's the best way I can describe it. Jenny coined it is it's Harry Potter meets Narnia, okay. but also like American TV. And huh. like, it's, it's really dark. And I keep telling people who've never heard about it. Like the first season deals a lot with like demon rape. Hmm. Um, oh. 
And she's like, you keep saying that. It's not even a huge plot point. But it is because there's PTSD still from the demon rape that happened in the first season. Uh. Um, but, it's, I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting take on magic as a whole. Uh-huh. But it's also, like, you know, a good serial show to watch. Yeah, I added it to my list. Yeah, that yeah. sounds interesting. Do they deal with Atlantis? <laughs> no. No. Although maybe. Coming up. You never know. It deals with a magical land called Fillory that exists within uh, like a, a bunch of children's books. And then you find out that it was real. It's a real place and that, you know, magic exists there. And like, I don't know. It's like it's really captivating. It's really fun to watch. And the way that they do magic involves like it's a cross between like saying a spell, but like doing physical movements with your hand. Like they don't sure. really use wands or anything. They they do like pop and lock movements to to make a spell work. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it looked really interesting. But... I started going down um, all these all these crazy documentary holes recently. Trained yeah, up. I've still been meaning to watch that one that you mentioned about MK Ultra. Yeah, I just keep forgetting. I mean, I'll remember at like eleven thirty, and I'm like, no, I yeah, it's too late now. Is it on Netflix? Uh, it was Prime Video. Ah, okay. Because I watched a bunch of shit online about MK Ultra, and it creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, and there's some. I've watched a couple like horror movies where they use that as like the uh, the backdrop. Yeah. Um, which, whichever one I told Zach to watch that I thought I thought was fairly interesting had enough. There was enough fact before they started the speculation because there's still tons of speculation. Of course, because there's just going to be. And uh, but but it, but it was really interesting, and it just then I started down a trail of trying to figure out what killed the Southern Democrat and getting into <laughs> LBJ movies and JFK movies and. Uh, and then Christmas happened. So. Yeah, five and a yeah busy busy couple weeks for you. Yeah. So luckily Christmas happened. Zach, how was your Christmas? It was good. Same as same as normal. Um, just uh, have a Christmas at my parents' house normally since we have Thanksgiving at my aunt's house. So that's always nice. It means I don't have to go very far. <laughs> sure. How about you guys? It was good. It was much less dramatic than Thanksgiving was. Oh. It was exhausting. How many places do you have to visit on Christmas? Uh, just two this year. Huh. Um, so, and because Jenny's family luckily does Christmas Eve as mm. their thing, they cook a big oh. German feast, um, which is like sausage and potatoes and kale and like a bunch of you know delicious but like really rich food that you overstuff yourself on every time. Uh, and then, so this year we did, uh, my grandma's house early and I felt like an asshole cause I told my mom, I was like, look, the only way that this works is if we're eating breakfast, like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock. Cause then we have to drive up to Jackson. So she was there at eight making breakfast and we didn't get there until 10. Mm, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Like, but also like it's Christmas day. I'm not going to fucking wake up at seven o'clock if I don't have children. <laughs> yeah, true. Good point. <laughs> You know, so, um, yeah, we, we did that and then we drove to Jackson and we all hang out over there and then drove home. All right. Nice. So we did, How about you, CJ? we did our, our Christmas, like exchanging gifts and stuff as a family on Christmas Eve. And then we all went over to my friend Jesse's house to hang out because I had to get ready to go be Santa for a family. 
And uh, so then I did that. And then on Christmas morning, my mom comes over and we do a quick exchange between the three of us and then go to my grandparents for the morning, home for a nap, and then to Christine's folks place for the whole afternoon and evening. And it was it was busy. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it was it was busy. <laughs> How when do you have to go back to school? Uh, I don't know. The <laughs> don't want to think about it right now. So. The, <laughs> let's see. Ooh, let's see. Scoot that, and then I don't have to be there until the eighth at okay. night. What's at night? Um, honor choir rehearsal. Ah, uh, hmm. so you literally just have to sit there and turn on the lights. Yes, <laughs> and then I watch Netflix. <laughs> yes, perfect. You should watch The Magician. It'll be great. Sure, I'm in. Unless Paul Kimball comes and talks to me for hours. Oh God! Which sometimes happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is want to do every now and again. And I'm literally trapped because there's like it's not like I can go anyway. I gotta go because I'm literally just there to be there. Yeah, like your job is to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so send me a text message. Just be like, now do it, and I'll call you. And you'd be like, hey, I gotta take this. It's for work. <laughs> important call. It's an important call for SCT. Leave me alone. Yeah. No, for for Lincoln High, I gotta I gotta go. Oh for yeah. <laughs> just tell him it's for his own stuff. He'll understand. There you go. It's Ka- it's Kathy. It's Kathy. <laughs> That's both of our boss. Oh, yeah. You can save my number as Kathy if you want. There you go. Kathy Key. <laughs> Kathy Key. It's fine. Oh, get some more wine. What are you guys drinking tonight? Bullet bourbon. Ah, oh, nice. that's good nice. stuff. I need to get some more of that. We had a handle of it because uh, after January 1st, we are doing at least a month of no drinking. So oh. January. What? It's called Sober January. Oh, is that a thing? It's People a, do that? It's a thing. I used to do it, and then I had a kid. But um, oh. <laughs> my wife is doing it, too. She's doing Sober January and Whole30. Yeah, um, I'm going to go back time? into keto. I'm yeah. not trying to do Whole30. That shit's too hard. <laughs> She's making her, her tradition. She did it last January as well. Oh. Uh, I don't have time for that. But yeah, Zach, what are you, what are you drinking? I am actually drinking wine. Oh, what? Hey! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My uh, my cousin got me a bottle of wine for Christmas, so... Cool. Yeah. Man, so, now I want some wine. You're saying it a couple of times, and I'm like, yeah, that. Red or white? Red. You gotta. It's always red. You yeah. gotta. Always red. I don't normally drink wine, but I don't know if I've ever even had white wine. Maybe once. <laughs> it's not good. I feel like it's a good I, I starter, care. but once you once you start to like red wine, it is no longer good. Yeah, the white wine, in my experience, for yeah. me at least. Yeah, I just something about it. But like, I also hate champagne too. So yeah, um, fair enough. And from what I remembered, it's been like I said a long time since I've had white wine. It's been years, but from what I remembered, the white wine I had, which is pro- probably cheap, and the champagne I've normally had in the past, which is normally cheap, yeah, um, tastes relatively similar, and I dislike both of them. Equally. That's fair. James, there's going to be plenty of wine here tomorrow if you want to dip into oh, some sweet. wine now and then. Lovely. Yeah. 
Yeah, hear, hear that, Zach? You're missing out on hanging out with our I friend know. James. I know. <laughs> well, you know, okay. I found out he was coming, so I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to go. Yeah, yeah that, fuck that, that too. We can't be in the same room at the same time doing stuff. No, I made so many... I felt so bad. I made so many, like, partial commitments, and then I'm like, oh, shit. I need to actually <laughs> follow through with something. That's all right. I'm like, uh, I'll do the commitment I made first. We, we gave your part to Gwen. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a lie. Uh, you were going to be one of the ambassadresses. Oh, okay. Which but, I did not know was a word until I started reading the descriptions of it, what's happening. Yeah. Like one of the contestants to be the ambassadress of this cruise line, but we would have made you an ambassador. Oh, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have gone and bought a dress. Oh, that's nice of you. Anyway, Fucking, we you know. speaking of buying costumes, huh. I so. Oh, I have a hat. Away. Did I ever? Did I ever oh. tell you I have a hat? I have a hat. No, I, the hat came fine. So I ordered a hat and a pair of sunglasses and a, a corncob pipe and an anchor tattoo, and that came fine. Beautiful. But I also ordered a shirt hmm. and. It was at first it was going to be late because they sent it to the wrong carrier Uh-oh. and then the new carrier damaged it. So they just oh. returned it. And I was like, dude, what? Like, I... <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, no. Jesus. Yeah. So now I have to try and figure some other shit out. Oh, I meant to tell you right away that I had a hat you could wear. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I feel like that's sort of a thing that I should have myself. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. That was the rule that I was going back and forth with, whether you or I would get it. Ah. <laughs> Sweet. Because, Zach, um, it's a cruise ship and James is the captain. Yeah, yeah that's what he was saying. Yeah. And, but, and I think you said that you were going to be like the bartender so you could like have your finger on the pulse of the drinking. Exactly. Yep. A bartender named Tom Collins. <laughs> Super original. <laughs> Well, see, plus, if there's anyone that you don't like, you can give them the cheap shit no one wants, and you can give all your buddies the good stuff. Exactly. Or I can give them a Tom Collins, which is a terrible drink. Yeah, there you go. Say, say that's all you can serve when it's the people yeah. you don't like, and then the people you like, you can, they can get whatever they want. Yeah. I am an asshole, you guys. I just, while we're talking about this, I looked at the bag huh. of my hat and glasses and stuff, and I threw it on this blanket on the couch, but my poor little dog, Coco, was sleeping in the blanket, oh. and it oh. scared the living shit out of her. <laughs> oh, no. So now she hates me. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. Come near me. <laughs> She's like, what did I do? You've yeah, lost what? the trust. <laughs> Come here, Coco. Come here, fatty. I call her fat sausage because <laughs> she is. She looks like when she knows it. That's nice. <laughs> you need to go on a diet. She doesn't care. Yeah, no, see, that's the great thing about dogs. You can call them whatever the fuck you want, and they, they don't care. Jenny's in the bedroom going, don't fat shame our dog. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about um, MKUltra earlier reminded me, um, I went through a phase when I used to go through a bunch of kind of those weird type of... um, Things like like that, and you know, MK Ultra is not the same as this. But did you guys ever read about the uh, the Yatlov Pass incident in Russia? No. So basically, it was these group of experienced. It's been a long time since I looked at it, but it was a group of ex, like experienced hikers and skiers that were going like backcountry hiking in the Ural Mountains in Russia. Wait, is it the and hail? No, they don't know what killed them. They they um 
found that a bunch of them just randomly left their tents in like the middle of the night, like partially undressed and stuff, and most of them just died due to the exposure and stuff. But some had ah. like fractures and um, like missing limbs or something like that. What's it, what was it called? Uh, Diatlov Pass. Diatlov. Yeah, D Y A T L O V. And so pass. that that came up when I was looking at MK Ultra because for some people are convinced it was some sort of military like thing that killed them or something like they like, stumbled upon a secret base or something. But I think mo- the if I remember right, most people think it was some sort of either combination avalanche or like wind blowing through it at a certain frequency kind of induces panic and yeah. so yeah. it just kind of made them freak out and leave their tents in the middle of the night interesting but that's always been like super interesting to me like that I, and MK Ultra are two of my like favorite like little things there was one too in, in a very similar geographic area that um, they found like hundreds and hundreds of uh, skeletons in like this what is now like a lake bed or whatever oh um, but they all died of like blunt trauma to the head right and so and and at first they were like you know there was like this legend like there were these a bunch of legends from other places surrounding this mountain pass and like you don't go here because you'll piss off the the woman of the mountain um and then it it came to pass that they were like no look this was a just a giant hailstorm right and people didn't know what the fuck was going on and this hail like the size of of softballs just came down and killed everybody and left all the you know all the bodies there yeah Wow. Oh, God, yeah. Skeleton Lake, a lake with hundreds of ancient skeletons surrounding it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love shit like this. Did you guys read about the thing where the, with the meat and blood falling from the sky in no? South America? No. Okay. <laughs> meat and blood falling from sky. It's never been... Explained. Not Kentucky meat shower. Uh, Wait, that's America. a thing too. Meat shower. <laughs> the Great Kentucky meat shower. Yeah, oh I, my god! I don't know what that is. I have to find the thing that I'm talking about first. Yeah, while you're looking for that, I'm gonna look at this Kentucky meat shower. I'm mostly just getting Kentucky meat shower, so I guess let's talk about that. <laughs> An incident occurring for a period of several minutes in 1876 where what appeared to be flakes of red meat fell from the sky in Kentucky. Huh. I've got something like that in New Jersey. Rahway, New Jersey, November 13th. Uh, Locals saw what they described as fiery rain falling to the ground. The blood and meat fell from a cloudless sky and ranged in size from a pigeon's egg to that of an orange. So, I mean, these beg the question. There you go. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Do you think they're already here? See, I don't know. I don't know because this could be this could be so many things. This yeah, could this could I, be aliens trying to visit us and then exploding in our atmosphere. Sure. This could be the basis of the manna from heaven thing in the Bible. Sure. Yeah, because the the one in in uh, South America was blood and cubes of meat that were all pretty darn big, and the police kind of came and collected all the cubes of meat and then 
and everyone was so scared that it was God punishing them that they didn't like secretly keep any. <laughs> oh. But it happened twice in the course of a couple of years. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Mana from heaven. I don't really know what mana is. Food from the gods, or food of the gods. No, it was a thing that oh, they ate. Thank you, James. That's ambrosia. Oh, the food of the gods. Yeah, but mana is like, like, in Dungeons and Dragons terms, it's the thing that powers your magic. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But let's see. For Polynesian words, see that. That means mana disambiguation. Crystallized products of plant sap, rich in sugars, and used as a source of food. Uh, Merriam-Webster: The power of the elemental forces of nature embodied <laughs> in an object or person. So ah, that's pretty cool. Okay. It's like what James Elemental was saying, power. the yeah. D&D thing, yeah. Okay. So, okay, I'm on one now, When Flesh and Blood Fell from the Sky by John Hare, and it's in uh, North Carolina in the 19th century. Hmm. Two different incidents of flesh falling from the sky were recorded, uh, one in Sampson County and the other in Chatham County, 34 years apart. The first flesh fall, they're calling it flesh fall, recorded in North Carolina, occurred 15 February 1850 on the farm of Thomas Clarkson. Uh, his account of the incident and a sample of the material was taken to Fayetteville by a Mr. Holland. What the fuck? Just, there's names for this thing? Right. Pieces appear yeah. to be flesh, liver, lights. What? Flesh, liver, lights, brain, and blood. What is the lights of a body? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it seems like in the couple, like in this one from North Carolina, I'm reading now, and the one in Kentucky, they always like mention that they it was like a cloudless sky, like cloudless. You know. Yeah. So like, how does shit fall from a cloudless sky? Is the fucking is the thing? Mother, there's meat falling. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. So what do you guys? What, what would you guys guess? What would you guess is the cause of meat falling from the sky? It's either not meat and a weird like colored rain or like some sort of chemical or it is meat that has been vaporized by something. Yeah. I think I, I don't even, I don't even know the one cause most of it's like, so like old, like, you know, in the 1800s, things like the 1800s right. or early 1900s, it's hard to like, you can't see pictures that we can't have like really in depth sign, like a, but this one, the, they looked at it with a microscope, and everybody who looked at it agreed it was flesh and blood. Yeah, no, that's the that's the weird thing. But I mean, you know, nowadays if it happened, you could do all you sorts. You could take a picture testing. and post it, and it would become viral and all of that shit. And more in depth analysis and stuff like right. that. Right. Yeah. I mean, and the one in Kentucky, this one article mentioned that they thought it was some sort of bacterial colony based on his examination of it but no okay, one said I can for that. sure like um but i don't know it's weird but why is it falling it, from the sky if it's a bacterial colony it, well yeah exactly hmm i have no explanation for what i could make <laughs> random whether it's chopped up pieces of meat or bacterial colonies i don't know why it would Listeners, if you have guy. any insight, please email us. Email us <laughs> on our Patreon. Links that you followed. Yeah, our Patreon. Yeah. According <laughs> to Google Images, somebody saved some of the meat from the Great Kentucky Meat Shower in a vial. Okay, and where it, is it now? I don't know. Kind of looks like bacon. 
Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, because that's interesting. You think if they still ha- if they saved it in a jar, there'd be some way to uh, to like test it or something. Yeah. See ex- exactly what it is. Well. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was some sort of bacteria or you know something like that. Like I like there for a, a while ago, like probably a couple years ago, I was uh, watching this video on uh, a mysterious slime creature that was pulled up out of the the drains of a uh, somebody in Florida or New York or something like that, and it was it was literally just a giant colony of bacteria, and the way that it like coexisted with itself looked like it was breathing. And moving, oh, you know, yeah, that's interesting stuff yeah. like that. Because bacteria doesn't breathe, right? Um, I don't think so. It would not have breathe, lungs, like in, in the city. Right. Yeah, it would just get anything it needed through diffusion through its skin, basically. Okay, because it's a not, single not skin mem- membrane. I should say. Yeah. Isn't bacteria single cell organisms? Yeah, yeah. So there's no there's no room for lungs when you don't have more than one cell. But they can form those colonies, which I I think I've read they can, like, quiver and stuff like that, just the way they're existing with each other in their colony. Yikes. Well, now I'm going to look up a YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to think, what else could it be that would have caused, like, flesh and blood to be, like, raining? There's one guy here who says that it was the result of a flock of vultures vomiting simultaneously after feasting themselves more abundantly than wisely. (laughs) And it just caught the wind. See, that that shit makes sense. Right? There weren't planes and shit back then. But it could have also been the aliens, you know, trying to bring up something with it, and it was just exploded in the atmosphere. Yeah, totally. Or exploding themselves in the atmosphere. My daughter's like singing in her room or something. <laughs> See, the aliens are onto us. Yeah. They're trying to distract us. It, it, is she playing her, her little instruments? She's she's not. She's, like, as far as I know, just sitting in bed. Oh, and they're showing me the picture now of that poor dog who got trapped in the log. Oh, What? You ever seen what? that? The dog who got mummified inside of a tree because oh, it was climbing yeah. up a tree and it got stuck. I did see that. That's sad. Oh, and I, I found what you're talking about in the North Carolina sewer, uh, James. It's oh, yeah. C- creepy looking. I can see where someone would think that. it was a, think it a, some sort yeah, of weird foreign life. entity. Yeah. Well, there's always there's always a, a much more simple explanation, like the Cyclops, it turns out, is just elephants, stuff like that. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Cyclops I still have to beat on Assassin's Creed. I haven't <laughs> had much time to much time to try it lately <laughs> I've, I've been i've been way way behind on i haven't played it in weeks but i still have to beat the cyclops and medusa <laughs> i've defeated the sphinx and oh i still have to beat the minotaur too i'm pretty behind on my mythical creatures we all forgive you thank here. you thank you so yeah. much yeah i'm behind on my gameplay <laughs> i played a video game for months what a loser I know. God, look at this guy. (laughs) Isn't that interesting that that's the new norm? What, gaming? Yes. Yeah, it is. Because when I was in high school, I thought kids who played games all day, every day were real, real losers. And now it turns (laughs) out that the ones who are not are the weird ones. 
Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely come a lot. It's definitely a lot different than I ever thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. And there, there, there's still those like couch potato Mountain Dew sucking guys who are going like, ah, oh, finally, the time <laughs> cool has come. Now. But it's like, no, no, uh, yeah, it's your changed. Time will never come. <laughs> your yeah, it's not come. <laughs> Paul, your time is not ever going to come. <laughs> it's a different time now. Oh my God. That was nice catching up with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul. Our nerdy friend, Paul James, who we've talked about a handful of times on here. Just the most socially inept guy in the world. Is he a friend of the show? He's not a friend of the show, and I never wanted to find out about the show because I want to talk freely about him. But you know his dad. His dad you worked with and was at our wedding. Ah, okay. Yep. No, exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Which seems like a cool dude, his dad. His but also weird, but, but seems cool. His dad's weird. cool enough. Yeah. His dad's much cooler than his son. So the dad is cooler than the son, I guess is a way to put that. There you go. <laughs> That's like the newest Bible verse, newest translation of the Bible. The dad is cooler than the son. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. Yeah, no, the son is very uncool. And so it just gets to the point, like, we were catching up, and there was a little bit of catching up. That's fine, but we were just. Because James is the time of year where people come to town. People oh, yeah, come to sure. town, and we have to get together. Yeah. Now, Zach, Paul, and I all live in the same town at all times, but we don't get together. Well, it's a big town, and you guys are pretty busy. Yeah. yeah you know, we're busy doing our, our podcasts. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool stuff. We have to keep all of our, all of our Patreon. All the time, listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Takes we have to keep our Patreon, Patreon subscribers happy. Exactly. <laughs> And so it gets down to the point where I'm just sort of making fun of Paul without Paul really realizing that I'm making fun of him, just sitting across from the table going, well, Paul, you seen any cool websites lately? And he's like, yeah, porn. I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) That would would be fun. That would at least be like fun. So there was, while we're talking about blood falling from the sky, in 2003 in Kerala, Russia, there was a red rain phenomenon that looked like blood was raining from the sky and it turned out to be a local spore of algae that was reacting with the atmosphere. Whoa. Huh. It stained clothes pink in the southern uh, Indian state of Kerala, which is not Russia, but it's in Asia still. Wow. Yellow, green, and black rain was also reported. Uh, colored rain was also reported in Kerala in 1896 several times. So it could have been a fungus. Which is something that we didn't really talk about a moment ago. Huh. Yeah. And fungus has chunks, too. Chunkus fungus. Right? So. In Homer's The Iliad, they talk about blood rain going on. Yeah. To yeah. one of slaughter in a battle. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. Weird. Because <laughs> I started Crazy reading uh, Once in Future King while we're talking about Homer. Oh, you Iliad. started reading Once in Future King? Oh, nice. I did. I did. It's great. I like his writing style, but like you can totally see like the political inference from the fucking 19 fucking 50s or whatever mm-hmm. it was in Britain. Um, but it's cool. It's, it's a great big warning. Like if anyone ever reads it, it's a huge warning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. I just found out the other day that there is a fourth book in the Bartimaeus trilogy 
which is now they're just called the Bartimaeus books or Bartimaeus novels. Which so I bought myself one of those. Cool. I'm about to start reading that. Have you heard of the Bartimaeus books? No. Me neither. So, uh, it's basically so okay. Uh, society is run by politicians who are magicians, and the way that they conduct magic is by performing alchemy and getting uh, magical beings to perform tasks for them. Right. The magical beings range from anything from like a small, you know, imp to uh, a djinn or a genie. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Bartimaeus is a djinn. He's one of like the second or third level top magic beings. Uh, And this somehow this 14 year old kid summons him and traps him and they go on adventures together. Yeah. But so and I, I read the trilogy like 15 years ago, maybe. You know, maybe give or take. Uh, and then just the other day I was on Amazon and it was a fourth book. And I was like, excuse me? Like, pardon the fuck <laughs> out of me? How have I not heard? Because it's literally labeled as a trilogy. It came and out. now there's a fourth book. Yeah, it came out eight years ago. Oh, okay. So it wasn't 15 then. The Wait, the fourth book came out eight years ago? The Ring of Solomon? Yeah. What the fuck? That's it. It came out <laughs> in 2010. Jesus. Yeah, so I read the other ones just happenstance, like, on a, on a weird whim. Like, one of them was in my grandma's garage, and nobody knew how it got there. It's the same universe. <laughs> it's the same universe. It's not part of the trilogy, just to help your mind. Thank you. Okay. They, they're not All in right. London. They're in Jerusalem in oh, the past. Oh, interesting. In the oh. past, right, when he was – because at first – because they touch on this in one of the books. Bartimaeus uh, was also friends with Ptolemy. Yeah, uh, who was an Egyptian like pharaoh or something? Something like that. Yeah, so that's cool. Okay, so it's not a, a like continuation of the story. It's like a prequel almost. It's yeah, it's just part of the universe, just like Star Wars should be. But they keep having to talk about right. the first movies. <laughs> right. Okay. Sorry. All go right. ahead. So it's it's showed up in your grandma's garage. And yeah, nobody knew how it got there. Nobody fucking remembered buying it or anything. Uh, so I read the first one and I was like, well, this is interesting. And then randomly one time I was at uh, a used bookstore in Santa Cruz and I saw the second one and I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, like, I bought the third one somehow, like for like full price from Barnes and Noble or something. But just because I, you know, the first two I happened upon, like I paid like, like a dollar 50 for the second one. And it was before anybody had ever heard of it. And then by the time that I was ready for the third one, they were like, oh yeah, this is going to be a big thing. Oh, like what? I was like, what are you fuck? What? (laughs) but okay yeah i'll I'll pay fucking 15 bucks for a paperback it's fine well there you go then you're only in like four bucks each on every book right yeah yeah exactly that's a good way to look at it well yeah it wasn't too bad it's a good little read though if you're if you're into that sort of thing now that you meant now you you know while we were talking about i googled i googled it and i actually did hear about it at the uh at the time i remember seeing that um, that book. I uh, think it came out right around the same time as uh, Aragon. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Which is also a great book. It's a great read. Oh yeah, so you were in much Aragon. Better than the movie. I well, yeah. Yes, I though I stopped at the. Uh, I don't know if I just got old for it, but I lost interest in around the third book. I think of the Aragon series. I, I think you may have gotten old. It, yeah, I got, got about halfway through it, and it's like one of the. It might be the only book that I've 
ever like stopped reading partway through. Did you guys ever read Artemis Fowl? Yes, no, I read the first one. Me too. Only the first one. I loved it. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't look in, any more into it because I read it like I just devoured it super quick. I thought it was awesome, and then I just yeah. eh. it just did, yeah. It did, yeah. But there's a movie coming out of Artemis Fowl next year. Really? Oh, yeah. really? James, you might really like it. It's very cool. They call it like Die Hard with Fairies. I've actually yeah. heard that I that I would like it. Like, yeah, it's basically like sci-fi fantasy combined, if I remember right. Yeah, like they're like all these fairies are part of Lep Recon, so it's a Recon, L E P Recon. Okay, not Leprechaun, but no. it's yeah. But they're like gotcha. police, and it's these police who are trying to figure out Artemis Fowl, some rich kid who caught something. I'm just remember, going for a memory now. Artemis Fowl, some rich kid who ended up with some magic artifact, and so all the magic world is like trying to stop him from doing this. Okay. The thing that I'll always remember about it is this: they had this bomb called the Blue Rinse. Do you remember the Blue Rinse sack? I remember <clears> there <throat> being some like scary weapon they had, but I don't remember. It what was it a did. big bomb that would kill only living things, so it wasn't like oh. it would destroy a building. It would oh, just kill yeah. everything in the building. Yeah, I, I I remember it being a thing. Yeah, that's deep. That that whole concept has just stuck with me ever since I read that, like two thousand two. Uh, you know, honestly, and me too. I didn't know, remember where it came from, but I was like borderline obsessed with that concept yeah. for quite a while. <laughs> was it written by a Japanese person? It was written by an Irish guy named Oin Colfer. Ah, in the eighties, in... the fucking Irish were bombing and everything. Two thousand one. <laughs> in two thousand one. Is when it was written? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But Owen is a name that I've always loved because the right. Americanized version is Owen. Owen with a W, but not O-I-N. Yeah, and so in Irish, it's spelled like coin, but with an E instead of a C. Owen. Ah, interesting. Excuse me. You're excused. Thank you. Um, I, I don't think CJ would really be CJ's cup of tea because he's not really into... Uh, these types of movies, but James, have you seen Bird Box? No, I was about to talk about that earlier. Everyone in my oh, office okay. is talking about it. I kind of know, so okay. I heard something that makes me not want to watch it, hmm. uh, and that is a spoiler alert to any of our listeners. The thing that I heard is they don't really tell you what it is. That it's just that is- a, like some sort of gust of wind. That is correct. You right. don't ever. Find out what it is. I need resolution. Oh, that sort okay. of shit. It, it will piss me off to the to no end. Like I'll yeah. So I can't. I don't, I've heard it's a really good movie though. But I also I'd heard like both I said, things going into it. I'd heard some people say it was so good, um, but I'd heard from some people that it was awful. Right. So because it doesn't fucking tell you. Yeah, I think it just kind of depends what you're looking for. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I don't think I agree with people that say it's like super, super good. But, you know, I I thought it was worth watching if you like kind of horror type movies. I do like horror movies and I want to watch it, but I want to know. Even if it's something that like you can't win against. Like, I just want to know what it is. Like, I don't want to just be like a mystery. Like, ah, it's a thing. It's an entity. It could be a monster. It could be within somebody's mind. We don't know. Fucking fuck you. It, Give me you an do, answer. 
you do see some some guys drawings of of it. Okay. Doing any more spoilers, but you don't actually see what it looks like. Like, did they set it up for a part two? I don't really think so. Okay. I so think then, it would yeah. be pretty dumb if they tried to do a part two. Like, they could do a part two just around other characters, but then it would just be the same movie over again. Sure. Boring as shit. Yeah, I was already, like, when it was finally getting towards the end, I'm like, okay. Well, I, like, okay, we, we I hope it. it's I hope yeah. it's about ready to start wrapping it up, because if it goes on much longer, it's going to kill my enjoyment of it. <laughs> See, like, Stranger Things I appreciate, because, like, they give you at least a visual you know, representation of what it is. Like they, you know, they don't really know what it is yet from, from what I've watched, unless they've gone on to like season three of stranger things. No, no. That I'm, and I'm unaware. Yeah. So they don't really know what it is, but like, you know, as much as they know, and there is a yeah. thing. It's not just like the fucking happening where the trees are going like, Oh, we're going to fucking kill humans now. What? <laughs> Sorry. I, I guess that was another spoiler. Listeners, uh, if you... The happening has been out for so long that someone hasn't seen it by now yeah. that, that really wanted to see it. Yeah, it's I, a 10-year-old movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know about the tree things. Right. I didn't know it was the trees. I watched the first little bit of the happening once. Is That's the one with the fog, right? No, that's... Yeah. Kind of, oh, yeah, is and, it the fog, and, too? And uh, Mark Wahlberg. Airborne Neurotoxin. Yeah, it's the one I'm yeah. thinking of. There's also oh, a movie okay. called The Fog. The fo- correct. There's and, still, there's and that the was mess. a redux too. There was yeah, there was an old movie called The Fog and then a new one called The Fog. Yes. Yeah. And then there's the mist, which is basically mist instead of fog. <laughs> right. Right. Zach, I think you and I watched what was the one where people got like torn out of their homes by through the sky? Dreamcatchers? No. Mm, it had Sigourney Weaver, I think. Not Sigourney Weaver, it had the other one. Who's the other redhead? Uh Wait, Sigourney Weaver's not a redhead. She she is from time to time. Is she? I'm thinking of the one she played. She was on 30 Rock as Jack Donaghy's love interest from Boston. Oh, oh. Julianne God, Moore? What is her name? Yeah, is that's it, it. Julianne Moore? All right, let me just make sure it's Julianne Moore. Look at her. Yep, it's Julianne Moore. Okay, so now I need Julianne Moore horror movie. And I'm thinking of... Not Six Souls, not Shelter, from years and years ago. <sighs> people get people are screaming into their iPods right now. Probably, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not thinking of it either. Is honest. it the Forgotten? It might be. Yes. Every time someone gets close to the truth, like the aliens come down and like scoop them just straight out of the room oh, and they go okay. screaming into the sky. I don't remember anything really about it, but I do remember. That's all yes. I remember about it too. She's trying to figure out like where her kids went and everyone's trying to convince her that she never had kids. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did see that, but I was super stoned. Oh. <laughs> I was 14, so I wasn't very stoned. I just was really scared. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I remember watching this now. I remember at the time thinking it was okay, but I've never felt the need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. That was back when we went and watched movies all the time. Oh, God, I remember that. <laughs> in high school, we would just, like, in, in middle school and high school, we would watch movies all the time. We just, every time you would, I can't imagine that world where if there's just a movie, you see it. Yeah. I thought about doing or, that again, even, in, like, just by myself, just if I want to see a movie, just going and seeing the movie. 
Yeah. Or then like I, going and, and like traipsing through the Walmart like five dollar DVD bin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like and just I, getting like twenty dollars worth of movies and having like a weekend planned. Yeah, I still whenever I go to Best Buy, I go through their their cheapo bins, but I ninety five percent of the time don't buy anything. <laughs> so I don't have a player. I mean, I have my PlayStation, but it's I don't I don't have a DVD player in the house. So well, yeah, right. I mean, that would be what my that would that's be it. What I use yeah. to play. It would be that's what game. I have now. Okay, I'm glad I'm not alone then. That's no. just <laughs> what we have. Is that's our DVD it goes players. on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just given the complete Harry Potter movies on Blu-ray, and at first oh, I was nice. like, "Wait, I can't watch this." But then, it, oh yeah, I have a PlayStation. Dawned on you, yeah. <laughs> but like, does it feel like cheating? Is my question to use the PlayStation to watch movies? No. Okay, that's why would, I, why would I be cheating? Because it's for games. <laughs> Name. Yeah, but I mean, God, my. PlayStation Three, like ninety percent of its life was, um, well, maybe DVD, not that, one. yeah, or Blu-ray. Maybe it was mostly the PS4 the first time, but yeah, um, I was gonna say streaming, but yeah, PS3 was ninety percent Blu-ray, and then my PS4 was has been ninety percent streaming. Yeah, like, I mean, that's I didn't even get had. a, yeah, I didn't even get a Fire Stick until, um, when I finally caught up on Game of Thrones. I wanted to watch it on the big TV, and at the time, PlayStation did not have the HBO, HBO like Now app. They had HBO Go, which I think is the one where you need a TV service for, but yes. they didn't have the Now app. So I had to get a stick to uh, do it. So that's the difference? The Now is just its own thing? You don't need a, a cable service? No, you don't need a cable service. You just yeah. need to pay them. $15 a month, and you can stream it, yeah. Yeah. We're still sort of vampiring off of her parents' HBO subscription with our HBO Now. HBO oh. Go is what we have. We don't have Now. We have Go. <laughs> I have Go through Val, but yeah. Val uses my Hulu, so it's a back and forth. It's oh, exactly nice. a mutual. That's what society is now. <laughs> and like so, at, and then whenever at whatever point I stop using Val's HBO, I will start using Jesse's HBO because Jesse uses my Netflix. Perfect. <laughs> We're talking a lot about Jesse, who's our number one fan tonight. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get a kick out of this. Friend sure of the is. show, Jesse. Friend of the show, Jesse. <laughs> Did he talk to you about the show at all, James? A little, but not really, like indirectly. Like I told him that I had been trying to get Zach to smoke weed. He's like, oh, yeah, are you smoking again? And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and asked you about how your nausea was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like, that's right. You listen to the show where I talk about this stuff and I get yeah. drunk and fucking release my fucking inhibitions yeah Perfect. yeah like i like i told jesse he probably knows more about what we talk about on this than we do yeah because he's soberish or listening to it fresh and we're talking you know he's listening talking. he's listening at work so he's totally yeah. sober yeah yeah i have to do this with my wife from time to time who's our our second fan who <laughs> She like will bring up something that we said. I'm like, all right, you gotta you gotta run me through what what you're saying yeah. because this was a four weeks ago and b I was hammered. Right. So so what? And we've talked about so many things since then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like some sometimes when we do it weekly, sometimes I'll remember some of what we talked about last week. Right. But two weeks ago, not at all. Nope, it's so. gone. <laughs> it's like a whole new episode. Yeah. Which explains, listeners, why sometimes we talk about shit two or three times. Yes. 
We had a major problem with that for a little while there. Did we? Uh, did we? Yeah. Where I it was back when I would notice it, so I just I had to try and steer things in different <laughs> ways. What once a month just going back to the same conversation. Yeah, you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Anyway, let's change the subject because now yeah, we don't need to hear that again. Back to this thing we briefly touched on. <laughs> Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise is in uh, The Forgotten. And that's the only other name that makes any sense. (laughs) Who is Gary Sinise? Let's find him. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Or the other guy, the the uh, non-mentally challenged person from Of Mice and Men. He had a cop show for a while, but I can't tell you what it was. Criminal Minds? No, that's just New York. Yeah, that's it. There you He's go. that guy. Okay. I never watched CSI New York. I watched CSI, the reg- original, and then CSI Miami. See, Lieutenant Dan is an amazing um, example of pre-CGI special effects. Yes. Yes. Because they, because they work their ass off. On- we, my entire family had a debate. Like, no, that actor must have no legs. Like, it must be. Because you see it. You see the nubs. And it's like, no, like, yes, but green screen still existed, and it was just minimal CGI, but it was still effective. Yeah. No, they did. I've gotten into this now and then of just looking at it, and it just, it's amazing what they did to yeah. make Lieutenant Dan have no legs. Yeah. Sinise, 39, who has both legs, surprised even himself with his performance as Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> The editing room with computer assistance and with a specially designed wheelchair. Yeah, that tucked his legs underneath it. Yeah. Yeah, excuse me. Nothing like um, that movie that we've talked about in the past, Tiptoes, with uh, Gary Oldman as a little person. (laughs) (laughs) Move from one Gary to the next. That's how we roll. That's right. That's how you play the game. All right. So from Gary Sinise went to Gary Oldman. So now from Gary Oldman, we need to go to a different Oldman. Who's another Oldman? Uh, I don't know, but I could tell you about Gary Coleman. Okay. Tell me about <laughs> Gary Coleman. Oh, well, he played Webster. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a cough, so I keep needing to mute to cough away from the microphone. Oh, just cough into it. You oh, know, yeah. I'll get it. Fine. Oh, people love that. People love that. For our yeah. Patreon customers are they customers or are they guests still or listeners i don't know um, i don't know how we refer to our patreon supporters payers. supporters thank you patreon supporters yeah uh i almost clicked on gary oldman again to try and find another oldman what the hell does this mean william ockleford oldman ethnographic collector and dealer what ethnographic this man is a vampire can we what does he do he died in 1949. He lived from 1879 okay. to 1949. He purchased collections from various sources, including items that were considered surplus from many small British museums. Okay. Huh. Ethnographic specimens for the provenance of Oldman's business can be found in various public institutions around the world. Wait, what does ethnographic mean? Okay, I need to click on ethnographic. <laughs> the systematic study of people and cultures. It's designed to explore cultural phenomena where the researcher observes society from the point of view of the subject of the study. And ethnography is a means to represent gradually and in writing the culture of a group. So what's ethnic? 
Stop saying ethno- ethnographic. It's ethnic. My question is, did this man have any real friends? Or did he have to like research them all? Yeah, see, it really doesn't seem like he had too many friends. Uh, he held his own auctions to sell his ethnic items. <laughs> his ethnic art. His business was called <laughs> W.O. Oldman Ethnographical Specimens, London. His name is W.O. Oldman. That's Wooldman. <laughs> William Ockelfold Oldman, but W.O. Yeah. Oldman. That's Wooldman. In, Mr. Wooldman. In 1925, so when he was, let's see, 12146, he married Dorothy K. Loney. <laughs> Ah, I'm sure it's not that funny, but that's it's great. Oldman Loney. Loney yeah. Oldman. And, well, it looks like lonely to me when I'm looking at it in yeah. type. In 1927, he retired and created a private museum in his house at this address. The photographs of the interior of his house at this time show rooms packed with weapons, carvings, textiles, and weaving squeezed into every available space. Despite their bombing raids during World War II, Oldman, his wife, and his collection remained in the house. All survived intact despite hits on his house in close proximity. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So I searched for just Oldman <laughs> to see if there were any other Oldmans. That's what led me here. Yeah. There. Are you on the Wicca? The Wikipedia? The There's Wicca. a king of Mosquito Nation from 1650 until 1687. He was the son of Mosquito Leader, whose name is not recorded. Mosquito spelled M-I-S-K-I-T-O. But his, his whole name is Oldman. That's right. And and Mosquito is in Central America. They're an indigenous ethnic group. They're primarily of African Native American ancestry. And they live in the Western Caribbean. Interesting. Oldman. Good old Oldman. It, sounds it sounded like, like you said Caribbean just oh, now. Caribbean. Okay. I like that probably he was called Oldman because um, some British guy came and kept calling him and calling him old man. Old man. Yeah. Uh, hey, old how man. are you, old yes, man? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> They're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> According to the testimony of his son, Jeremy I, as recorded in 1699 by an English witness called W.M. Oldman. What? That's W. Moldman. W. Moldman <laughs> was taken to England and received by an audience by his brother, King Charles II, soon after the conquest of Jamaica. This is all very different and weird. He was given a lace hat as a sort of crown and a written commission to kindly use and relieve such straggling Englishmen as should chance to come that way. What? Somebody just stole a garbage can by my house. Oh, really? Oh. Stole? You just watched them I steal can, it? I can hear them rolling it down the street. Oh. Yeah, I guess but that's, that's a thing people do. It's okay because, so like, Two weeks ago, randomly, there appeared an extra recycle bin mm. in front of my house. Yeah. And so I called uh, Friday to say, hey, like, there's an extra recycle bin, you know, what to do about this? And the guy was like, well, we don't have any record of you having any recycling service whatsoever. <laughs> and I was like, well, 
Like, I've been living here for three years. They've been taking it without fail every week. And he goes, well, <laughs> that's interesting. I was like, yeah. But so, like, about this extra one, you know, like, what's going on here? He's like, well, they'll come and take it on Wednesday. And I was like, well, but, like, that's the that's now the – normally it's Tuesday. But, like, since, you know, the holidays push it back a day. It's like, that's also the day that they're going to take my regular one. Are they just going to take that for good? Like, and, and not bring it back now? Because you say that I don't, I shouldn't have it. And he's like, no, no. Like, I'll, I'll just put a note here just to take a recycle bin. And I was like, uh, okay. So, like, I'm preparing myself this whole weekend to, like, have to call them again and be like, yeah, someone took my recycle bin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to check on that because it's just such a poorly monitored system. Yeah. When there was a – when we lived at one place, we had – because, you know, there's the small version of the garbage can and the big version. Right. We were on record at our first place of having the small version, but we had the big version. So we were paying. Us too. Weird. So we were paying for the small version, and we just didn't want to make any waves. We would fill the big version and put it out, and just we wouldn't talk to anyone about it. Yeah, they'd keep taking it, and it's fine. Yep. Then we moved to our second place, and we had the small version, and they just kept thinking that was fine. And so after a couple of weeks, we called them. We were like, "Hey, obviously, we need the big one." Obviously, we need the big one here. We've had it the whole time. They were like, oh, really? Whoops. Oh, we've accidentally been billing you for the small one. We're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Anyway, give us the big one. No. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave us the big one. But you have to check on stuff like that. I'm going to mute for a moment. I'll be back. Okay. Okay. All right, Zach, how's your garbage service? Do you dump in a dumpster? Yes. Dumpster for my trash, and then uh, they have two uh, like normal bins for the um, recycling oh see that's a bummer see at, yeah. at, at our place i would kill for two recycling bins because i would fill them every single week <laughs> see uh, they need like more, almost need more especially when i'm um, still have a lot of recyclables to go through from like boxes i've cut up and stuff yeah. i can put one or two bags in a week and then if I put more in, I feel like a douche because then they fill up super fast. Right. No, yeah. I mean, it, it, And then people start throwing their recyclables into the dumpster and then it's like, ugh. Well, right, because that's, that's where I'm at, where I'm like, okay, like I get, a, sure, I get extra service stickers, but I'm going to go through those very quickly. And the quickest way to get all the stuff out of my house is for me to take recyclables and put them into the garbage can because I don't fill yeah. the garbage can every week, but I fill the recycling can every single week. Yeah, well, you can that. get a fine if there's garbage in the recycling, but not if there's recycling in the garbage. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's the only so thing you can do. They're shooting themselves in the foot, I guess, because, <laughs> like I was just telling Zach, I would kill for two recycling cans. I would fill them both. Yeah. I, w I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call anyone about that problem. I would just, I would just start filling both recycling cans. Well, oh. do you want to just take mine, then? <laughs> I'll come by and roll it down the street. You can hear it in the middle of the night. Yeah, once we get off, CJ's gonna put put on his jacket and go uh, hunting for recycling bins. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm wearing an Irish wool sweater tonight because since I've been a little sick, I've been very cold. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Just so I remembered. Oh yeah, I've got an Irish wool sweater, and I have felt very comfortable all night since I put this on. I've just been very itchy. I've been wearing a bathrobe. We're good to go. Ooh. I'm in a t-shirt and gym shorts, and I'm freezing my ass off. Oh, Zach. <laughs> You have the power, Zach, to turn on your heater. No, that'd be admitting defeat. <laughs> I 
I do normally have my little space heater in here, though, and I forgot to bring it. Oh. Ah. So oh, no. if, if it goes on long enough that I have to use the restroom, then I'll bring it back with me from the from the bathroom. But <laughs> You should just get a second one. Keep one in the bathroom always and then one in your bedroom. <laughs> I thought office. about it because I, I I got the more expensive one because I wanted to have one in the bathroom. So I wanted to make sure I got one that wasn't going to stop working a month after I got it from working in a high high moisture environment. Sure. So I went to like Bed Bath Beyond and I think it was like 30 bucks or something. Not too bad. But there were some there that were like half the price that I could get for like my bedroom. Hmm. Bed Bath Beyond apparently is a place I need to go more often. Yeah, they've got great stuff there. My mom yeah. got us for for Christmas. She got us this thing that's gonna live in our kitchen forever and ever. You, you know, at a hair salon, where when they sweep up the hair, they just sort of sweep it over towards this thing, and then it sucks up all the hair. No, I what? Not know that. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know it either. But it just <laughs> a little secret. I didn't know it either. But everybody <laughs> around me knew what I was talking about because they said it to me. So it's this thing. So it looks like like it's the size of a small trash can. And it just kind of okay. sits there. And then you sweep everything up, and then you sweep it under this thing, and then a, and a vacuum automatically turns on and goes, and it sucks all of the shit that you just swept under it up into its little chamber. What is this called? It's basically it's called an electronic dustpan. Wow. Like, you don't See. need to get the dustpan out to get the stuff up off the ground. You just sweep it at this thing, and then it sucks it up for you. See, I... Mean, I Oh, sorry, James. Go ahead. No, that's it. I just need one. Oh, okay. I was, I was yeah. going to say it's funny because I, I go to a like a hair salon when I get my hair cut, like something that's mostly a hair salon that's mostly women cutting women's hair. But I'm never – I get there and I pretty much – the girl that does my hair pretty much takes me right to the chair. And then I when I'm done, I leave. So I never And you're see, gone like, by the time they're cleaning up. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, this is a big thing in hair salons. Well, and see, if, if I was spending time, like, oh, a lot of time there, I'd probably notice. But unlike, you know, when a, when a woman's getting their hair cut in there, if they're doing a lot of stuff and they're there for, like, over an hour, I'm there, like, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, well, now this has opened up a whole new possibility because apparently my mom got this at Bed Bath & Beyond. I've looked into it. They're, like, 100 bucks. And so now I'm going to look into buying one that's like 200 bucks for the shop at SCT to get rid of all the freaking sawdust. Sawdust. Man, this is a game changer. <laughs> right? Dude, how have we not known about this before? I know. I, I know. I, like, I'm pissed off at all my people who have not told me about this, who have one of these things and have just not mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> I also got my wife a robot vacuum, which is serving both of us because it's amazing. Yeah, is oh, yeah. It? I meant to ask I you how that was. Oh, it's so good. It's amazing. You just have to make sure that the floor is clear, which is something that should be done anyway. <laughs> should be. Being should be. Yep. And so when you have your robot vacuum, like you look at the dirty floor and you're like, man, I wish the floor was cleaner. We're like, well, there's a robot right there waiting to clean the floor for you. You just need to get your shit off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of helpful. <laughs> You have all hardwood, right? Yes. Hardwood yeah. slash tile. We only have that in the kitchen. Right. I wish it was everywhere else. But you can they, they work on carpet too. Yeah. They I'm sure they would. We uh we also don't keep our floors clear enough for that. We've thought about it. I've thought about getting one of those. I got her an instant pot instead of one of those. Oh, but that nice. was 
very close on the list. My parents just got one of those. The Instant Pots? Yeah. It's supposed to cut down cooking time by like 70%. Supposedly. The one time we used it, it um, I was with my mom helping her. And it seems like it should, but the time that we did it, um, we were doing like a chicken and dumplings thing. It ended up turning out really good, but it didn't cook for nearly the amount of time it said it should because uh, it came up with like a burn notice. I guess it's super sensitive to that. Yeah. So we turned it off and started trying to vent it, which took a long time. Um, sure. Because normally it took about 10 minutes. Cause I think normally it sits for about 10 minutes afterwards thinking that, oh God, there's probably like no moisture left and all yeah. that. And then when we open it, it's fine. Turns out if it, Turns out if it thinks that the bottom is burning even a little bit, it will normally do the sensor to uh, warn you. So you right. like ruin the interior, which is good. But it was kind of like, eh, probably could have ignored that warning right. that time. <laughs> Interesting. But overall, it seems like it's something that once you get the hang of, it's really would be nice because you can also like saute in it. So yeah, it's if really you're doing something that needs like sauteing, you can saute first and then add everything else so it's all in one pot huh yes yeah, I, st- I still haven't moved past cast iron skillets i just that's just <laughs> as far as my technology goes so this thing has an app that you can get and what? you can set it to start cooking before you come home i mean I, a lot of crock uh, pots <laughs> do that nowadays um, but so yeah, you can you, you just put all the stuff in it and just let it sit there. And it's a it's a pressure cooker essentially, but it's an electronic one, rather because because a normal pressure cooker that you put over a gas stove can turn into a bomb real easy. Yeah. Uh, but this one has got like three fail safes on it uh, that that will just stop it from from you know building heat. You know if if one of the th- the two, the three things aren't ticked or are ticked or whatever. I'm not quite sure how. It's really intimidating. Like there's a huge book about yeah. the instructions that are just like read this before you fucking start. And it's like, well, well yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, because even if at least with the one that my parents got, even if um, you um, kind of know what's going on with it and you're doing everything right, if you skip a couple of steps, it can still yep. be like massive issues. Like, yep. I think I even read about someone recently that um, did something with it too soon and got like third degree burns over like a quarter of their body. Yeah, because the yeah. scalding liquid just kind of you know it's high pressure. So when you if you open it before it's supposed to be open, it'll like spray everywhere. And the steam too. Like a lot of people yeah, are that. saying that like the steam by itself just like fucks up their counters and their shelves and their like all the paint and stuff. So there's like a oh. there's an attachment that you can get. That makes it so it blows straight out instead of up. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. That seems like that would carry its own like risks if you accidentally walk in front of the... Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does, Zach. It's a very astute observation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for, my <laughs> astute observations. <laughs> Instapot. Every time I look at the Instapot, it just seems like... Um... A crock like pot. A crock. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can use it as one. You can. You can. That's just one yeah. of the many, many uses of it. Yeah. Right. But as a as a pressure cooker and a crock pot together, like so, like normally it takes eight hours to cook a tri tip, right? With this thing, it's supposed to take two. Hmm. You know, or or something similar to that. Hmm. 
I did a whole bunch of research. I was going to get a sous vide meat cooker. Sous vide, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sous vide, yeah. That's something that, that keeps it keeps your meat at a constant temperature. So you get your yeah. meat and you and you have to like vacuum seal it in a bag. Mm-hmm. Oh, correct. And then you put it in a pot of water, and your sous vide keeps that water at a constant whatever it is, 140 degrees or something, yeah, all day. And then you just sear it. Huh. And then you sear it, and it's perfectly cooked every time. Yeah, that was interesting. They're and big the on sous vide reason- on Dubai Friday. The only reason I didn't get it is because of all of the extra steps and all the extra shit that you have to buy. A vacuum sealer, fucking... You're looking at like $500 of investment into getting sous vide. Zach, it's spelled S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. Yes, thank you. It took me a couple Google attempts. It seems, yeah, because when I heard what it was, I'm like, oh, my dad might like that. But then I'm like, oh, no. Your dad would like that, but... He would like it, but he would use it, like, once, and then all the extra steps. He'd be like, I know how to cook my own goddamn meat. Exactly. (laughs) Fucking on the grill or on the pan. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) I've even... Yeah, because, see, I'm I'm more in your dad's school of cooking, where, like, even not being home, I have directed the cooking of ribs to to perfection, where I just told my wife, okay, take these ribs that I have dry rubbed. (laughs) Take these ribs. Put Put them in the cast iron skillet. Put them in the oven at 350. And they That's start... the beautiful thing about cast iron. Yep. Like it goes both. It does on the fucking the, the burner and then in the oven. Yep. And I was away I was away at work. I said, put them in the oven at 350. When it starts to smell like food, then take it out of the oven. <laughs> and then cover it with tinfoil and let it sit for an hour. Exactly. And then when I get home, I will <laughs> sear it and render the fat. And then we'll have beautiful ribs. And they were the best ribs that I think like, I've ever had. That's all it was. I rub seasoning on it. She cooked it until it smelled like food, and then we seared it, and it was all mm-hmm. good. See, and I do my tri-tip very similarly, although I sear it first. I get it real hot in the pan with a little bit of oil, and I, I render all the fat as much as possible, and then I throw it in the oven for like 45 minutes to an hour, and I'm good to go. Yeah. I just I learned that from Merlin Mann. Um, oh, okay. Your food, your food is ready when it smells like food. Yeah. If it doesn't smell like food yet, then um, don't don't look at it and don't touch it. When it smells like food, it's probably food. So probably take it out of the oven. Our old place that we lived was perfectly like spaced out for that. Like when we started smelling it in the bedroom, it was ready to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now it's it's a little different than that. So I I think I think it was during Annie. And I think I was telling Jenny, but I probably wasn't. I was telling someone. We were cooking the burgers for a work day for Annie. And I was like, you know, I'm just, I can't stop myself from like messing with the burgers and flipping them around. Yep. But the best burgers that I cooked all day were the ones I forgot about and then came back to and I was like, oh shit. And then flipped them over. You got to flip those real quick. Yeah. You cook them real long on one side and then flip them. Real and, quick, and flip them real quick, and then they're done. And they're—it's the best burgers that anyone will have that day because the ones that you were just screwing around with the whole time are going to be—they're fine. It's not like they're bad; they're fine. They're passable, right? But they're not amazing. Yeah, but the amazing ones are the ones that you forget about and you don't screw with. Just let them cook. Stop worrying about it. Let them cook. They're going to cook. Yeah, you don't need to mess with them every twenty seconds. Yeah. So I have a confession. Mm. I had purchased a 12-pack of Lagunitas Sparkling Swan. Have you had this? No. What the hell? What? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, and I'm still going to bring one, but I got bored and I ran out of whiskey, so I have been drinking one of these. Sparkling Swan is a grape 
ale. Ugh. G-A-R-A-P-E. No, you think that, but it's actually pretty tasty. It's like a sour grape, kind of. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> You're not into it? No. <laughs> well, I'm not? willing to try this. <laughs> yeah, try. I mean, it's it's kind of addicting, too. Like, you like wine, right? Yeah. So you fucking, and you like warheads, and you like fucking Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. See, this reminds, not the sourness, but when um, I was, um, like, a few months back, did a tour of the Sierra Nevada um, brewery. They had a beer wine blend that they let us try. Yes. Barley wine. Delicious. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to see if my store carries this. Yeah. It, it <laughs> should. The, uh, the one by our house does. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, you know, I was going to plan to go to the store to get plenty of vitamin water for for the day after so maybe i'll see if they have it's like i got it because i didn't know what it was and i was drink i drank like almost a full one and i was like tastes like grape and then i fucking googled it and sure enough it is a weird grape ale but it's it's pretty tasty i don't normally like bitter stuff it's fairly bitter but it's it's also tart if that makes sense like they're two different flavors within this beer when you say grape, does it taste like grape-flavored things, or does it taste like grapes? It tastes like they've used grapes to make beer. Okay. Like, it, it's very light. It's like a hint of it. Okay. Zach, are you 7506 Pacific? Uh, that, yes. There you have it at your store. Okay. <laughs> it's a, it's fairly new from what I understand. Thanks for checking, hon. Yeah, you're welcome, dear. You're a peach. Yeah, it looks like they said availability is November to February-ish. Oh. Okay. And if I'll it does well, I'm sure they'll keep it longer. Yeah. I, this sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard of. I... <laughs> <laughs> what about it sounds gross to you? Uh, grape, beer, sour. <laughs> just, just that. <laughs> you don't like sour beers at all? I don't like sours. Oh, okay. It's like me fucking five years ago would not have appreciated this beer, but for some reason now my palate has changed and I'm super into it. Well, you're about five years older than me, so I guess that, 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 that all yeah, adds up. It, you got something to look forward to, youngster. Youngin. <laughs> oh, they have a sparkling swan and a dark swan. Oh, really? Don't tell yeah. me that shit. I'm going to bring I'm, the dark swan and you're going to drink it. I'm looking at their website right now. Tomorrow, with me, you're going to uh, drink it. The see, dark, I'd be, dark swan. I'd be more Sour into the ale. dark swan than the sparkling swan. Sour, Sour ale fermented with dark red wine grapes, giving it its uniquely deep and rich purple hue. Yup, that's what I need. Mean. Do they have it at your store? Well, I have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me click Limited release. Dark Swan Sour Ale. Sour bullshit bullshit. <laughs> I would even buy it if it were Sour Bullshit Ale. I would absolutely. Oh, I don't think so. July to August. Damn it, Zach. July to August. <laughs> Got my hopes up here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so it's not out yet. It will be out this summer. In July or August. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll just have to remind you in six months. Petite Ciroc rapes. Come on. You, dude, it's not bad. Like I, I'm telling you now. I drank one just now, and I mean I've drank them before, and it's not bad. When I want wine, I would like some wine, and when I want beer, I would wine. like some beer. It doesn't taste even close to wine. Uh. It, the closest thing that I that I can describe it as is somebody dropped like a grape warhead or a grape sour patch kid into a beer. Hmm. 
See, I used to love grape soda. Sure. It's not the same. It's not grape soda. Don't oh. drink it expecting grape soda. Yeah, see, that, that's why I was – and that's why I was asking because, like, grape – grapes versus grape-flavored things do not taste anywhere Black near. now and later, according to Mrs. Key. Black now and later. <laughs> I like black now and later. You do, and you like beer. And it's I like, like someone put a black now and later in a beer. I don't know that I would like to have a black now and later in my mouth when I took a sip of a beer, though. Well, you're going to try it tomorrow and tell me whether or not you like it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You know, the way, maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll pick up two six-packs and I'll drop one off at CJ's house on my way out of town. Yucky, Perfect. Yucky, yucky, yucky. <laughs> James, I've got this bar. This bar is so set up. I'm so ready to be Tom Collins at this party tomorrow. Excellent. I'm, I'm actually really excited. Me too. <laughs> It's a lot of work. I was explaining to somebody earlier today, like the the whole murder mystery thing is fun, but it's a lot of work because it doesn't end. I mean, it ends obviously when it ends, but like until then, you have to stay in character and you can't just like talk to your friends. You have to like tell them shit that is important or not tell them shit that is important. Oh, wait until you're setting it up and like hosting it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> is this the first year you, uh, you and Christine are hosting it, CJ? We hosted it the year that you came, but we did not set it up. Oh, uh, okay. James Reed set it up that year, which he has every year. And this year he did not have the time to set it up. So Christine had to do it. Oh. And I'm helping as much as I can without ruining the mystery. Because yeah. <laughs> I still want to be a participant. Does right, she still get exactly. to be in it at all? She's she's still in it, but she just oh. knows everyone's secrets. Oh. <laughs> if you Google too hard, they're there too. Oh, so yeah. Be careful. Yeah, I'm not going to Google hard at all. No, don't do it. Because I, I, like I was kind of telling her today, and she didn't tell me either way, but I was like, you know what? Looking at my character and what's going on with my character, I think I have too interesting of a story for me to die. Right. I don't know that... I'm not the murderer, but I can tell you that I'm pretty sure I won't die. Yeah. Because there's too much there's too much hidden about me <laughs> for me made, to die. Maybe. I made a guess, and Jenny was just like, well, that's interesting, because she accidentally spoiled it for herself. And I was oh. like, well, I think it's this. And she goes, well, that's interesting. And I'm like, interesting like it's correct, or interesting like it's just interesting that I thought that. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, <laughs> like interesting. Jenny and I are, are uh, were involved at at one point, so the, the, it will be interesting. It will be. Oh, interesting. okay, yeah, yeah. There's love triangles all over the place, Zach. Yeah, that's kind of what Jesse was making it sound like. Yeah. So he was telling people get ready to cheat. So <laughs> get ready to cheat. Yeah. It's going to be like interesting on your with Jesse. Or on the game. No, no either I'm, way. Uh, <laughs> I think he more meant as a joke on your spouses yeah. since he was reading about all the love triangles. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of love. Yeah, it'll be interesting to have Jesse there because he's just not, he's he's a little less used to this than everybody else at the game. But you'll get to meet his uh, his wife, James. I've met her before. Have you? Oh yeah, I bet yeah. you have. I went to their house once. Oh yeah, you sure did. It was yeah, interesting. <laughs> That was like me the first year I did it. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Just stay true to you. Yeah, yeah. No, it was fun. I so mean, we've done it. There, but... This is our this is our fifth year doing it. The first year, I just was given a role and I just kind of went with it. 
the second year was at our house and I insisted I had to be the mayor because I wanted to wear a sash and a top hat. <laughs> and then I did all night. I wore a sash and a top hat. The th- it was very becoming. Thank you. The third year we had a like four day old baby. So we just stopped by real quick. Oh uh, yeah. I remember that. I think that was my first year. It could have been. It was at James's house. Last year, I picked out the character that was Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I remember you so excited about dressing so up. Excited. I was Indiana so excited. Yeah. yeah, and I got to be Indiana Jones. And then this year, just looking at it, I was just, I was, it was up in the air. I was like, man, I kind of want to be the ship captain, but I also want to be the bartender. I don't know what to Bartender's do. Bartender's funner. Bartender's funner, especially when it's at your own house. And I've also played the ship's captain on stage at this point, so I, I can I can give up that role because I've already played it. <laughs> right. We did anything goes, and I was I was the ship's captain. Yeah. Speaking of already played it and giving up roles, I haven't actually already played this, but I I think I've decided to move it to a theater talk. Any any of our listeners who are theater people like. Maybe just don't listen to this next section. <laughs> I <laughs> I think that I've decided not to audition for Mike's show, Alice's okay. Adventures Underground. Man, you've been stewing on this for like eight months. Alice's Adventures Is this where I have. Alice in Wonderland? Or? Yes. Hi, yes. Oh. It's, it's essentially that story, but from what I understand, Alice is missing, and it's up to the audience and the people, the characters who exist in Neverland, to, or not Neverland, uh, under Wonderland. Wonderland, thank you, to find her. Right now, so there's you can Google online. Uh, the there's a London adaptation of this Alice's Adventures Underground, and it's like an interactive theater experience. It's like a, a choose your own adventure for the audience, as it were. Um, and I've been tossing around the idea of auditioning for it. They're they're going to do it at Showbiz Theater here in the next couple of months, and I've been tossing around the idea, but I think that I've come to the conclusion that I'm just not going to audition for it. I think that's smart. Well, like the the whole thing is, if it's a good show, if it's an amazing show, I will regret not being in the show. True. But if it's not a good show, I'm going to be stuck in it until the end. And <laughs> Do you have a reason to think it's not going to be good. Well, the, that you can get into without the venue. The venue does not lend itself to. Being going good at downstairs. that. To, yeah, to be oh. good at that. It, it has a very high propensity, in my opinion, of becoming like a, a high school haunted house. Oh. Right? So not to like talk shit on anybody or, or you know shit on anybody's dreams or anything like that, but I just don't. I mean, they may. They may pull it off, and it may be passable, but I don't think it's going to be amazing. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think that it'll, it'll end up being too much of a, a time commitment and too much of a drain plus i'm already signed up to to do uh assistant directing for nice work if you can get it which is literally the month after yes so that would you know i'd be in rehearsal all the time that i'm (laughs) supposed to be doing the other one so it's like yeah no i think that's smart i just it wasn't my place to tell you that you shouldn't do it (laughs) well the thing that kept pulling me back is like there's not anything else like that here yeah you know like and if it can't if it's going to be good, it would have been a great to be a part of that, right? But I, I also don't think that it's going to be that good. No. And so okay, 
There are and, some places in Sacramento where you can get a job at one of the very, very high-tech haunted houses that they do during the Halloween time. And you can get a job during times that you could work. And that, that could get that kind of that, that, that itch out of you. Right. And that improv feel and that yeah. sort of creepy makeup feel. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. I'm going to be AFK for just a second. Okay. Okay. I wish I knew what that meant. It means away from keyboard because oh. he is actually using a keyboard instead of a phone. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. When I worked at the Halloween store in, I worked at Halloween store in Sacramento for a few years, and there were some big deal haunted houses out there where you could one hundred percent, first of all, get paid, but second of all, like get that get that itch scratched. You could go right, do that kind of thing. It's a very specific itch too. Yes. You know, like it's not the same as just doing a regular play right you know um and i do i i really look forward to like working with mike evans like but in that capacity like i don't know like i kind of look more forward to like acting alongside mike evans rather than being directed by him from what i understand i can tell you that it's more fun to act alongside him than be directed by him sure because i've done both both ends of it i've done it twice and uh way preferred way preferred <laughs> being alongside him well and that's it that's the draw you know like but you know from because you're not the only person that has, has mentioned that like the the whole like how he directs and his style and stuff is just a little you know fly by night kind of sort of thing like like it's, do your own shit and it's more that he um comes from a world where people do their own homework and in Stockton right. you're expected to have your homework assigned to you. Right. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. So even if you were the person in the cast who is doing their own homework, if the rest of the cast is waiting for their homework to be assigned, it gets very upsetting. Right. I can imagine it being very, very frustrating. Yeah. It's not like a person by person thing. It's a production by production thing. He needs an entire cast of people who will do their own homework. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like some of the people that I know that are auditioning for it or that are interested in it would also be fun to work with. But like the vast majority of the people are going to be the latter, you know, the other, the Mm -hmm. other ones. And not saying that, you know, I'm not, I guess I am kind of a snob. Like there, there are a few people that I just have no desire to work with and would, and would also not enjoy working with. Oh, I I mean, you, 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 I won't think you're snobby. I've left auditions once someone walks through the door. Yeah. Right. Well, exactly. (laughs) Just the possibility that they would be in the show too. is like, yeah, you're like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do Mm -hmm. that shit. I'm done. Yeah. No, thank you. (coughs) Seriously. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Uh, in my in my specific example, it was an ex. An ex walked through the door, and then oh. I just quietly walked out the door and uh, <laughs> slink out through the back. Don't yeah, don't and say I, anything and about I it. Things happened as they would. I wasn't gonna like, even though it was a position where I knew the director very very well, and they were expecting me to audition. Um, I wasn't gonna be like, yeah, that bitch. I was like, <laughs> I'll let them have their shot at this. That's fine. Because I don't want it that bad. Yeah, I... (laughs) Exactly. Uh, They can go ahead and and try and be a part of it. I'm going to not be a part of it. And then um, we'll see. We'll talk later. Well, and for me, it's not even exes. I mean, there are very few slim possibilities, but they're not outside the realm of 
of complete possibilities of exes, but it's more like people that I've interacted with recently within the theater community that I'm like, nah, yeah. <laughs> like I would, I would rather not have be in that close quarters with this person for, you know, a specific amount of time. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure you know the people of whom I'm speaking of. Oh, sure. But but even then, it, it, it doesn't matter. Names are not important. It's more about the fucking the decision. Well, I'm proud of you for making that decision and, <laughs> and sticking with it. Mark my words, though. If the show turns out amazing, I'm going to really regret this decision to not... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I just think. don't see it turning out to be amazing. I don't think it'll be that amazing. It might be. It might be, be fairly cool. It might be fun. Yeah. But. Yeah. But well, and here's here's the other issue that I'm taking with this. Like, from what he, from what I understand about what he wants to do with the space, like the vast majority of the season ticket holders are infirm in some way and are mm-hmm. not trying to go up and down stairs. Right? Yeah. So, like, what does that really lend itself to? The other way. Well, they also right, legally can't take their audience downstairs. Why? Because there's no sprinkler system in case of fire. Mm. That is interesting. Oh. I did not know about that. He does. Oh, okay. Are they going to do it anyways? We'll uh, see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, there's a... Uh, can't do it. Because you can't... Without that, though, there's no separation. Right. There's no because there's only curtains and there's no like they don't even go from the floor to the ceiling. Like there's no way to stop the sound from traveling. Right. Like well, you, well, they're all tra- they're traveling as a group most likely. But I can tell you, and Zach can back me up. But as people who have done a haunted house for a lot of years in a garage, you can make a two car garage seem a lot bigger than it really sure, is. Sure. Through sure. passageways oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, lots, That's lots of tarp and wood. <laughs> yeah, just just because Zach's dad did a haunted house for when he stopped doing it. What was it? What was it? Twenty five years? Thirty years? It was over twenty. Yeah, because uh, especially if he considers the times when he it was just really rinky dink with like Kenny in a coffin house. and stuff. Yeah. I think it might have been over 30 years. Yeah. So, so but definitely uh, over 20 of like actually building a haunted house. Yeah. Right. But so we would turn a two car garage into, you know, no. five different five. scary rooms with a couple passageways in between. That's cool. So with the amount of space that showbiz has, you, what was the sound transfer though between the space? It, it, there, there was sound transfer. Yeah. But, you would have the group travel as one. Right. Okay. And so this group experiences one room together. Exactly. Yeah. So it wouldn't matter. Cause I thought the way that I understood this show is that it splits the audience, that the audience together simultaneously has f- up to four different experiences. Right. Per night. Yes. Four different choose your own adventures. And the way that they did it in London oh, wow. They had six different audiences at a time. So so each audience would come in and split into four, and then they would run six audiences at a time. And so they would have 24 different groups of audience members running the oh fucking show. Jesus Christ. Yes, which, I mean, they don't really have the space for that at showbiz, especially if they're not allowed to go downstairs. Yeah. But, but that's, you know, I mean, that's 
where he took his inspiration from. He he saw no, the I know. show. He's up been talking about London, that like, for three or four, four or five years. times. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I think he's trying to do, and I think that he dumbed it down a little. Oof. You know, to like not have it splits. You know, it's one audience split four times instead of six audiences split four times. You know. Um, oh man, that's interesting. I'm really glad he has not contacted me to uh, help yeah. out. <laughs> Yet, you fucking mark my words. You just watch. It's coming. Oh, he's more than welcome to contact me. I don't have the time. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Yeah. Especially for that show. When does that? When does that happen? April and May. Yeah. Yeah, no, fuck that. No, I'm already no, dealing like, with my own life right now. I don't May, know how I'm going to deal with the things I already have during April and May. Just May, because June is, uh, or uh, April is baby. April is baby, and my wife is stage managing, so I'm having to play clean To do stuff that. anyways. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then in June, like I might have to do the set design on nice work, and I really hope I don't have to. You may very well I'm have very, to, but, yeah. but Peter Foley has volunteered. And she brings that up at every board meeting she can. What the so. fuck does that mean? He's well. First of all, I mean, all right, Zach, we're getting into political nonsense now. But I can tell you right now that I am vetoing that volunteering because <laughs> no. As much as I don't want to do it, I also don't want to build his. He's not doing it. Right, and you don't want to fucking take it down afterwards. Uh, no, I don't want. I don't want anything to do with him doing that. Instead, he can take over what I have to do at Lincoln, and I'll do <laughs> nice work, and then everyone's going to be a lot happier. Oh man, that's funny. That's real funny. I'm so glad he's volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> he has either volunteered or been voluntold. Like no one can tell at this point. Like, I, he, he's not, like, throwing his name, like, hey, I want to do this. She's going, like, yeah, Mr. Foley has volunteered, so. <laughs> Here's the deal with Mr. Foley. Mr. Foley has done one very simple set in the past, and it went incredibly poorly. So yeah, I'm not going to trust him to do a really complex set. Oh, he did a couple. He did Boeing, and he did James the Giant Peach. Yeah, no, he didn't do James and the Giant Peach, first of all. Um <laughs> And show, also, showbiz doesn't count. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. It's a different space. It's a different beast. I did. I did all of James and the Giant Peach until there was a big falling out about everything, and then I refused to do anything that involved being on the stage. <laughs> and I made a big deal about it. And uh, suddenly, things weren't getting done as quickly because of a lot of reasons. Oh, Zach. Now, see, now we're getting into the stuff that you don't care about and the audience doesn't care about. No one cares oh, about. Well, like half the audience really cares about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think they might. James and the Giant Peach was a big sticking point for me because, yeah, sure, on paper, okay, but who was doing all of this goddamn work? Because it was me. And then he would come in from time to time and complain. And it was like, okay, well, then come do it. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> Okay, then the I'll up. do it and stop complaining about it. <sighs> yeah, you can't have it both ways, CJ. How yeah, dare you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> see, see, Zach, if people were able to do pharmacy as a hobby, you would be able to understand this a little more. 
where I'm you. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm you. I'm the guy who does this for a living and has been doing it for a long, long time for a living. And, um, people like Mr. Mr. Foley are people who do it from time to time as a hobby and think they are just as qualified and can tell me what to do. And it's like, no, you just come to the pharmacy sometimes and get your prescription. You can't tell me how to fill this other (laughs) prescription. That's not how this works. There's also a huge difference between building something for the theater and building something in real life. Yeah. Right. Like in, in for Boeing, Boeing, uh, the, the big thing was, Oh man, he's built this so reinforced. Like he's reinforced everything. Like it's all like two by sixes and like two four by fours and shit. And it was like, yeah, but like we have to take that shit down yeah. for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can yeah. tell you that, that I, I wouldn't trust me to, to put an addition on your house, but, <laughs> but I'll make a set. No problem. Sure. That comes down fucking lickety split. Yes. Because that's part of the planning. It's not just how it goes up. It's how it comes down. Right. And the materials that you're using, you know, two by fours are cheaper than four by fours and six, two by sixes. Yeah. And Zach helped us take down hair, uh, hair. Right. He was right there with friend of the show with Jesse, but friend of the show, Jesse, but, but friend of the show, Jesse and Zach were there, you know, peeling those little those little tabs off those metal tabs. Zach, do yeah. you remember? I believe you. The braces, the, the braces. Like oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You were sitting there for like fifteen minutes per on each of those with a pair of pliers, trying to peel them off. Uh, that was mostly Jesse. Regardless, that is not how you build a set. That is how you build a structure. <laughs> yeah, no, I did not. When when we were helping take it down, I'm like, the what the fuck was this supposed to stand for like decades? Yeah, yes. And I get being careful, but it seemed like I went uh, yeah, that's, way too far. That's part of why my predecessor is now um, a contractor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With stuff like yeah. that. Which is fine if you have nothing but free time to come in and work until four or five o'clock in the morning. Yes. Right, it's fine. Yes, but like when you have a real life shit that you have to do, like that's just annoying. It's not fine. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we're coming up on the show that will actually show the difference between the two of us. <laughs> With this next one. Yeah, because he threw up a lot of roadblocks with Annie that made things really hard. Yeah. And so this coming up show is the first one where for me it's my first, like from top to bottom, it's my Full first on, build. Like it's you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you excited? I am. I think it's going to go well. It's my design, my build, and uh, then it will be my strike. Yes. Which I like the way that you run a strike. You're like, I have a crew of fucking six dudes who are going to come in and demolish the shit. Whatever else you guys do is cool. <laughs> well, you can't count on actors. No, you can't. You really can't. And you're reminding me that I need to text Dennis, and I'm going to do it right now in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He's still awake, bro. Yes, he absolutely is, because he was asking about work days for this show. And so I'm going to say, you mean, what's going on with my phone? <laughs> 
This show is not one that's full of helpers. You mean with the actors? <laughs> the cast of six and the, the little children who are running crew? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you guys had plan on having any work days? No. Yes, we are. No. We don't need work days. We need you to clear the space, you yeah. bastards. Hey, also, Zach, I, I just, I just have learned. I thought, I thought that I had like an in of like, oh, I can always call Kyle, and Kyle will help. <laughs> oh, did he have enough? Is he like, no, that's not my thing anymore? No, I, mm, it's not that. It's that I don't <laughs> want to hire Kyle anymore because oh, Kyle really? has been more trouble than he's worth. Yeah, I'm still, <laughs> I am still trying to get Zach's brother to cash the checks he was given in September. That's more of a problem than he realizes, sir. Yeah. Like, we need yeah. you to cash those checks for budgeting purposes. So people, so like six people don't get upset and get in arms and fucking. Exactly. Do the math wrong and get a, oh man. Like, that's, please, that's please, funny. please cash these checks. They're not for a lot of money. <laughs> Just cash Trying to them. pay you, you asshole. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for some uh, reason I thought, here we go. This is it. This is my life now. I get to. I get to hire Kyle whenever I need some extra help and <laughs> Kyle will help. <laughs> he helps. He just won't get paid for it. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Because he absolutely helped. He, he worked his ass off. Every time I had him come in and help out, he worked his ass off. <laughs> yeah. He just didn't care to be paid for that. Kyle, go to the bank. If you're listening to the show, go to the bank. <laughs> no, I already, I already canceled his checks. I had, the, I told him, I said, cancel his checks cut some new checks or one check or whatever you want and I will go hand them straight to his dad. <laughs> well, I just handed him to his dad and he was like, no, I'll teach him a lesson. Don't give him these checks. And I was like, no, we canceled the other ones. Yeah, we can't do that. We, we canceled the uh, other ones. These are the only checks now. And he goes, all right. He's not, he's not learning these lessons, David. Sorry. He's a, he's a fucking dipshit. I'll try and get him to cash these checks. Like, come on, how hard is it? Pull out your phone and take a picture of the check and cash it. It's money. I'm trying to give you money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Please let me uh, give you money. That's great. Like, that's the one problem he's giving you is he's not fucking taking your money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's such a big problem that I'm not hiring him anymore. <laughs> it fucks up shit left and right. Like you've got to fucking be on that. Yeah, shit. and it's such a easy thing too. Yeah, yeah. There's other young people I can hire to to earn that money who will cash who the clearly checks. need it. Yeah, like, they we'll need the money. The check, They'll like, cash it instantly. We pay it to them. I guarantee you, they will cash the checks. Any other young person I hire to do the same stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> I hired Kyle. To point, I would point at big piles of garbage, and I would say, "Can you please move that from here to there?" He's like, "Yes, I'm on it." Yeah, and he would do it. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Kyle. God. <laughs> Kyle. Oh, Kyle. I wish I could hire him some more because I have a bunch of work I could give him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know that it would be another six to twelve months, if ever. Before he finally cashes your damn check. Exactly. You can probably realistically take it out of petty cash and just be like, here, you bitch. Like, take this money. We're not writing you checks anymore. You know what? <laughs> I could probably, because there's reimbursement forms. 
Yeah, exactly. I could probably exactly. pay him out of pocket and then get reimbursed for it. I should talk to the office about that because Kyle was a really good worker. He is. You don't want to lose the work, but yeah. you don't want to you don't want to lose the check either. Yeah, cuz like for the hair strike where I had Jesse and Zach and Kyle come Kyle got paid in money and also beer, but I paid Zach and Jesse in just buying them a beer afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But that's also the nice thing about becoming an adult professional is that things like that, you're not as strict on like, I need money for doing this yeah. work. <laughs> right. It's more about helping your friends out. Yeah. That's- yeah. I mean, in the last in the last five years, I finally crossed that gap because that is a gap that is to be crossed of going from I will do anything for money to like I'll just do stuff and then sometimes I'll expect money for it. Right. Depending, Depending on, on how what it is you're doing, stringent yeah. it is or, you know, whatever, how how specialized. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah, know no, what? I agree. The um, the strike for this this upcoming show, Zach. I might give you and Jesse a call again because it's it's gonna be it's gonna be simple stuff. But I cannot count on this cast because it's all like <laughs> it's Mike Kylie it's Mike. and all old dudes. It's a bunch of old dudes and old women and one young woman who doesn't do much. So <laughs> it's and <laughs> their children. And their children, and it's not going to be a lot of people who are very helpful for actually doing the takedown. Yeah, you know, just let me know. I'll let you know. If you're free, you're free. Yeah. Next time you talk to him, tell Kyle that I know a girl named Kyle, and she... <laughs> and she's a better fucking worker than he is. Tell him. <laughs> oh, that's not going to get him to do a damn thing. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> secure enough in his masculinity he's not going to be showed up by well, a girl yeah there's, there's a lot of stuff going on there like like, unfortunately Zach your dad's so right Kyle is 100% CJ at 21 <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough to do a good job I, I just was not going to do a good job pay me as much <laughs> as you want it's not happening I'm not going to do a good job 